This is the M-Bomb Effect. M-Bomb. Look at this guy. What the hell happened to his eye? He looks insane. Omen. I will tell my son this. You better make sure she comes. Ghost. It's like uh, going back to contest with uh, Tomb Raider. Austin Dash. He eats you alive. Have you not seen Mermaid? Streaming live from YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and the TheMbombEffect.com. The M-Bomb Effect starts now. is up it is saturday the dead walk all among us welcome to the m-bomb effect i'm m-bomb austin dash on the side of me here in studio but you know who else is in studio with us austin we got two special guests here that's right we have dead laughter and cape fear butcher here live in studio in the <laughs> roc baby yes that's right we have them here we have the kids cheering and the uh, crowd applauding you boys how Woo! are you doing doing wonderful doing good wonderful. good i'm glad i'm doing my you doing your best? You, yeah, you can always best. you can always move the microphone if you want just to get a, a clearer sound. So we can sound better. If you need the penis closer. Yes. To your face. Can you hear me a little bit better now? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Can you hear me now? Can How about now, Mr. Krabs? Hey, I can feel it now, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> can you feel it now, Mr. Krabs. That's right. We can feel it now. Uh, it's so good to have you guys here in studio with us. I know this has been a long time coming. Yeah. Almost didn't happen, yeah. but here we are. Right. Long yeah. story short, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we we're here now. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Face start from the beginning. Fam- family Guy reference already and uh, some questions. Daddy, right. talk slut. Daddy, cut. Daddy, cut. Talk slut. She's a talk slut. God, man. He's already going at it. It's not even. I'm sorry. Not even a few minutes into the show as it starts and he's already getting on with it we already have oh, comments shit. coming in for you boys i love it um my mom oh wow she's in here she says hi guys i flew today well she i flew. i did too oh. good job mom there you go I, oh, i was just gonna say that too happy for mom um, we got some other listener here hey guys hey how's going we have um, a lot of uh people uh you know joining us here as, uh, as it goes on and hi people you know so uh yeah we're Hello's. here we're here with your uh with rochester's finest here as always. These two beautiful oh. gentlemen. <laughs> You're too kind. Too kind? Too kind. Too kind. Be, re- uh, be kind and rewind. Remember that? Good old-fashioned black. Wait, wait. Buster. Rewind? Did you did you bring something up that may not be a thing anymore? Yeah, you're right. Blockbuster, <laughs> which unfortunately <laughs> closed many, many years ago at this point. I think there's uh, one left in existence. I got some funny stories about Blockbuster. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Cock, uh, Cockbuster? Oh, Jesus Cock Christ. Buster. When I was little, my parents would rent me some shit from Blockbuster, and I would hide it in my room. Yeah. And they'd pay the fee, and I'd keep it. Dude, so easy. You, Very easy to do. <laughs> they'd pay the <laughs> fee and keep it. It's like... It's like <laughs> 75% cheaper yeah. than what like what you would pay for it in a store. Oh dude. Yeah. yeah Sorry why not? mom. Sorry mom. I know you're probably yeah, going to watch I, this. I had uh, <laughs> Jackass the game. I I rented it and uh at the end of, of Blockbuster, they were just like, yeah, but it's it's done. There's no more Blockbuster. I was like, so I guess you keep this? <laughs> I, you know what? I forgot to like bring back a game from Blockbusters, and I still have it. There you go. <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> Why would yeah. you do this? I, don't know, I did it with Tony Hawk's Underground. Tony Hawk's nice. Underground. Yeah. yeah, mine was like Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Uh, Inc. Yeah. yeah, it was like, like one of the first. It, actually, it was not a bad game. Not gonna lie. It yeah. Was like, yeah. Best in the world. Yeah. Eh, it was all right. You yeah, want to talk? You want to? Well, I know we're gonna talk a lot about different things here. Oh yeah. For I know, I know. Shit. We definitely gotta. Yeah. Oh, you know what, Andrea? One of our listeners did say, "Get Andrew, fucking weird." We have to get weird. We that's, have to get weird for we her, well, Andrea. Oh, if you, yeah. If and when you're listening, Andrea, because I know you uh, said you had to work today and all that. Um, we love you, Andrea. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we love Andrea. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on here. Some of the comments are blank. Uh, uh, Nikki tried to say something. I don't know what happened there, but as you can see, there's nothing. Are there. you censoring this show? No, I don't <laughs> censor anything here, uh, Jerry. You know, I, I try to do my best to <laughs> keep it raw and real. Could be a glitch. Yeah. Maybe a glitch in the know. system. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're in the matrix. Nikki is my old lady. All right, all right. There she said go. she's going to be monitoring me. She's going to monitor you. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. So keep your butcher is going to be monitored here on the show. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Because I'm already drinking, boys. It's not going to happen. Too. I'm not the one. <laughs> He's got an Aquafina. This is my first drink. <laughs> wink, wink. Cheers, all right, bro. Here we go. Cheers. 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 Here we go. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird, guys. Let's get uh, sideways. How, and how's it hanging? Is it hanging crooked, sideways, straight? How's it going? Uh, not at all. Right to the right. <laughs> Doesn't that hurt? No. No, it's just naturally to the right. Now, um, Dead Laughter, otherwise known as Jerry Motions, he's... He's a trooper, man. This, he's a third-time vet here on this show. He's seen it from the little uh, uh, round circle jerk yep. table yeah. to what it is today. <clears throat> Wasn't it like a yeah, the circle jerk table with like a third leg? Uh-huh. Yeah, the, <laughs> technically yes. The, the leg, <laughs> the leg on that table was only held by. I'd say balance. Yeah, Joyce wasn't even here at that time. No, Joyce was not here and at the first time. She was in. She was here with us in spirit, and <laughs> now she has a she has body. A scythe. That's. Interesting. It is. Yeah. Well, Hanging out happens. with Darth Vader, th- nonetheless. I know. She loves her. You're cheating on uh, on Billy Nomates? Yeah, dude. Billy it's Nomates? Been, <laughs> it's been a long time since she's seen him. Yeah. Damn. She's got to get her, uh, she's got to have her necessities taken care of. You know, her needs. Right? Yeah. You know? So, boys, uh, let's talk about not just Joyce, but let's talk about you guys. You had a single just re- drop. Yeah. Not, yeah. Like, yeah. Your single dropped like dude. balls dropping. I mean, it was great, right? I would assume. Yeah. I wouldn't make we the comparison. <laughs> we went through puberty for that. That's a little weird. Uh, hey, we're supposed to get weird. Yeah. Our balls dropped for sell your chains. Yeah. <laughs> Money. Sell your fucking chains. So this is your single right here. Another day <laughs> I want to know. What was the uh, backstory and all that shit about this one? This story? Yeah, what's the backstory on this one? Okay. So I made the beat because I wanted to. Yeah. Because I just made it, and it sounded right. And I thought in my head, um, I want to make a song kind of portraying the idea that you don't need all this extra bullshit. Like, people that come into money, especially in the music world, they try to get a car. They try to get jewelry. They try to get this, that, and the other. Invest in whatever can make you a better person later down on the road instead of wearing it on your wrist or your neck. Yeah. Or it could be translated as just stop being a fucking asshole. Yeah. Just get rid of your chain. Sell it. Sell it for the idea for something that's more valuable than what you hone to yourself at that point in time. It holds true. When people say more money, more problems, you ain't kidding. Right. Like, yeah. You see these celebrities go into a pit of misery. You know, Everyone's like, oh, they're so happy. They're rich. They're famous. 
But honestly, we see a lot of mental illness mm -hmm. come about. Yeah. I think probably tenfold at this point when you're at that status. That's because everyone. Power, that's right? because everyone's been ignoring it, and the more you ignore it, the yeah. more it's mm -hmm. gonna it's gonna get worse. The yeah. more you ignore a problem, it's gonna get worse. You I'm don't, a big proponent proponent of mental health. Oh, me too, man. Like, um, Same. The best thing that Same you can do here, is bro. take care of yourself. Yes. Most people call it narcissism. Most people call it selfishness. Putting yourself first is one of the best things that you. It's can called self-love. It's called self-care. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Sometimes, and the, most of the time, it's the people that don't like you that that's call it narcissism. Yep, that's that because they sense. benefited from using you and yeah. from yeah. And I've been through that ringer quite a lot. I've Same. Been in, I've been in this music industry since 2017. I got a lot of fucking people that don't want me to be doing what I'm doing right now because they see. Fuck them. Too bad, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, that's. Think about it this way. That's like more uh, material for your music. Honestly, like that gives you motivation to make more music. Yeah. You can tell those fader, haters sure. to go fuck off. You know. Well, my, my thing. I don't really talk about my personal life nope. in my music. Not a lot. I like to tell stories, and I like to attribute them to uh, the, my songs. I mean, I like to attribute them to more like fabricated scenarios instead yeah. of anything that goes on in my own life because my life is pretty boring. You know, I I, was, there. I thought about this. You know, the other day I was like, you know, somebody would probably watch this show and then meet me in person and go, "Wow, you're you're really completely different in yeah. person." It's like, well, be honest with you, you know, I'm a little bit more shyer in person. I guess you could say, like, I'm yeah. more mm -hmm. more. Uh, this is the most reserved. This is the most outgoing I've ever seen you. Is usually on here. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. I'm very conservative in my own aspect of who I am as a person. Well, yeah, not outward. It's just like I, I don't like to really <clears throat> talk to a lot of people. Yeah, it's when all I good. Let people into the world and the realm that I'm making, it means that I truly believe in them. Yeah, no, I totally get that, bro. I mean, we all struggle with, like, our own, like, social anxiety, and it's like, oh, yeah. on, honestly, I just, I'm at that point where it's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. It's just, I want to be me. I want to love myself. Be you unapologetically. Just exactly. Continue to be you, and if people have a problem with it, then that's their fucking problem. My, my boy, Sean, who's also a podcaster, he uh, commented, boom! I'm sure about the mental uh, illness aspect of it, so... Yeah. yeah, he's uh, he's got a he's got a podcast. Uh, Sitting with Sean, he talks about mental illness and mental health oh, and okay. all that. So oh. he's um, he actually is located all the way up in Alaska. Hi, Sean. So oh, wow. yeah, Sean's up awesome. Frigid man. North. Yes. Oh, dude, I can imagine. I like. I don't know. I I just I don't know if I could live in Alaska. Doesn't the Alaskan government like pay people to move there? I don't, do they? Is that not is a that thing a, anymore? Yeah. I feel like there was like a work thing where. The, Alaska was like trying to I mean, give you, people money for residents. Just I mean, come here, please. Honestly, honestly, yeah. Alaska is only good for like Discovery Channel and like nature and all that shit. Oh, like, and you know what they call that here on the show? That's a shot. Shot fucking fire, fire man. Uh, Austin Alaska. Dash. Okay, they're <laughs> bleeding out now. Dollar General uh, Orange Cassidy over here making the shots. Jesus. Okay, okay. Tell me. Okay, what what do you usually see that's on like Discovery Channel that? are always taking place in Alaska, Alaskan Frontier, <laughs> Deadliest Catch. Yeah, yeah, I like. know, I know, but still. <laughs> Sean says Discovery Channel. Well, Sean says on. permanent fund dividend. So that's that's what I guess they offer you if you move to Alaska. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I'm not looking to move to Alaska anytime soon, if at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah As a matter yeah. of fact, I want to get down south, if anything, because I want the warmer weather. 
Uh, you like, ever I been like in like super humid climate? Yes. yes. You ever seen Ooh. mosquitoes the size of a quarter? When I was down in Florida for a few times. Jesus. Yeah, you were yeah, fucking <laughs> kidding on that. That and lizards. <laughs> have you had? Have you ever yes. had moths grown on your ass yet? <laughs> Lot lizards. Yeah, I'm a good old. I'm a good old born and bred Southern boy. Yes, I have. I just open the door to Florida and it's just lizards on my door, on my windows, on, on your my, wang, on your dang. Wang, dude. The it was a lizard. Are cool wang. though. They're awesome. <laughs> Oh, the anoles? Yeah. Anoles? Yeah, yeah they those are, run so around cute. my house. They're so, yeah, they're adorable. Um, The only south I've ever been to is probably Virginia, but I've, I've always wanted to go, like, Florida and shit. Virginia like, ain't the south. I know. I know. I, know. I was going to say. Like borderline get south. Get him. <laughs> That's like border. Get him, boys. Like, get him. All right, so Sean says uh, this year $3,200 per person per household. And he says you have to be a resident for at least three years. So you have some stipulations there before you can collect some money for living in Alaska. Mm, you can't just okay. go there and collect money and then move back somewhere. He okay. says there are a lot of benefits of living here, especially as a veteran. And he is a veteran, so thank oh, you for your service, yeah, Sean. You I mean, that, makes, yes, that, that makes sense. I mean, well, I mean, like, think about it. You got your own land. You could do whatever the fuck you want. You could shoot whatever the fuck you want. I mean, like, the I only thing you, you got to worry about is anything you want. Yeah, oh, okay, <laughs> that's fair. Kinda. I'm just glad that I wasn't Don't talking out of my ass because I'm glad that he confirmed it. Okay, I, it was okay, like a, okay. It was not like a everything, vague, not everything. But it was no. like a vague memory of mine. No, I do remember pays people but yeah they, yeah that's pretty a cool animal wise that's what i meant but like you think about it but if you think about it this way i mean look at all the fucking grizzly bears and all the other an dangerous animals that live it's there not even the wildlife it's the harsh conditions yes. oh yeah, yeah. no the, I, the snow is ridiculous yeah. isn't the movie the fourth kind isn't that in yeah it's a gnome yeah. gnome alaska and, and from the alien totally abductions like, where they thought that all the aliens yes, were owls dude i love that i movie. love that Terrified movie the a lot. shit out of me but i love that movie don't forget bolto man <laughs> that's the good place in alaska <laughs> all right so bro. let's see here who's we, buzzing off i don't know buzz think, off bro <laughs> yo you're on the m-bomb effect hello you there I hope so. Did you switch it over from when we... Oh, yeah, talked? it's there. Okay, I just want to make we, sure. Are you there? One Hello. Fish. Hey, what's up? Hey. How's it hanging? Hey. What's going on? Oh, we're hey, hanging. Junie. Oh, how's it... What's going on? Yeah, how you doing? I just wanted to tell Kate Fair to slow down on drinking, and I love him. Woo! Oh, no, I'm not going to do that, but I love you, now too. Now he's going to drink more. What, yeah. is, what have you done? You, you have fueled my fire. We were told to get weird. What are you talking yeah. about? Oh. Life is like Dark Souls. We're going to keep going. He's got water. I know he's got water. He's got to hydrate. you got to hydrate. <laughs> hey, it's called get good. Get good and get gone, right? Get wasted. Swifty. Yo, keep doing, keep doing what you guys are doing. Love you guys. Love you too. Oh, love have you too much. Love you too, buddy. Love you too. Thanks for calling in, man. So, you know, as you have it, somebody is keeping an eye on you, not just your old lady. Yeah, now yeah, we, I don't now even we know who that was. I was going to say, who was that? I don't know. You didn't hear the name? I, to be He's honest with you, I, I, I think I overtalked. Okay. I overspoke. <laughs> The, the he word. talk slutted the he's, new way. He's spoken <laughs> the uh, new way. Yeah, she's a talk slut. It's okay. Don't, well, don't be like that. Uh, you know, Cape Fear Butcher is not going to be slowing down on drinks anytime no. soon. Nah, you can't tell me what to do. You can't <laughs> tell me how to live my life. Nah, I love you. Can't I take appreciate his beer. your concern. 
but it's not going to happen. Can't I'm take a, his beer. God, can't take his beer. God, it reminds me of that fucking um, ASDFGH movie. Uh, it's like a YouTube video. And it's like, the cop says, hey, kid, you can't skate here. The kid's like, you can't tell me what to do. He skates through a landmine and explodes. Oh, here we go. Fuck. <laughs> so, so here we go. We got a comment here. Nick, he says it was June. We're June. watching you, Matt. Hey, They're June. Uh, no, I know. See here. I'll take over. Oh, there we go. Okay. Real quick. Hey, June. I want to tell you one thing right now. Uh-oh. Suck my nipples. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said that on live. Dr. Boom, I'm oh not taking God. the beer. It's his beer. That got my nips very hard. <laughs> if I take the beer, he's going to have another beer. Oh, yeah. This guy, he'll, he'll pull beer out of thin air if he wants to. I'm, if I'm you want me to, I will. I'm a fucking one, magician. One viewer, so. Yeah, that's okay. No. Oh, you're on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look at that. I he's haven't on gone TikTok. live in forever, but I figured I'd go yeah. live a little bit. My buddy, Are you live right now? Yeah, yeah. See, Austin, he knows how to do TikTok publicity. How come you're not in on this shit? Well, I mean, I haven't done live yeah, in like forever. It's frozen and... that way. <laughs> Good. So Good. Jerry, uh, otherwise known as Dead Laughter, he's on TikTok live. As it happens. Yes. While it happens. While it happens. You, now, yeah, I think you told me to do it through uh, the M-bomb effect. Uh, not my, like, my own uh, profile. So, yeah, because you have uh, enough um, oh, yeah, followers, true. right? Yeah. He does. To, to do it. Then start with that and then tell them to go to M-bomb for Yes, tell them to follow us. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, promote, I've been promote, wa- promote. I've been wanting <laughs> to do that in, like, forever. Well, then why haven't you done yeah, it? Yeah, in do it, forever. Do you want me to do it now? <laughs> Not only do it now, but now. do it live. Like, yeah, Bill O'Reilly in 93. <laughs> How okay. many followers do you have? Uh, I got about 14,000. 14,000? that's even more the, than me. On the tick of talk slot. <laughs> the tick of talk slot. Okay. For the homie. You want to okay, you want to see my You just got talk slut. I want to see your TikTok. You show me that TikTok slut. Talk slut. I did. Tick 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 So this guy over here, he's a he's supposed to be the TikTok ambassador, right? But here he is doing it for his own self. Nas just like exploded. Where on his face? Oh, I thought you meant on his face. No, no, no. I SMR. I thought you were talking about Lil Nas X. <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about. That's a bop, 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 it up. That's a bop, 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 it up. <laughs> All right. Jesus Christ. There right. you go. So here's this guy. He's, I didn't need you to prove it to me. I believe <laughs> well, you. Well, he's got a... He's got to show he's who's got, got a bigger dick. <laughs> hey, I got to show it off somehow. I got to boost my ego somehow. That's what she said. Yeah, where's the lightsaber today, buddy? <laughs> oh, you know, I wanted to bring that. Dude, I are you kidding me? That. I Come forgot on, to... Orange Cassidy. This is the second time he's forgotten this. <laughs> well, what did you... Br- okay, fine. Next time I'll bring... Okay, fine. I'll, next time I'll bring it more often, okay? Bring it more often. Next time he'll bring it more often. Hi, boom, baby. Bring it I more. See you. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Nikki says June asked right or left nip. By the way, both both both, both. both nips at the same both. time, right? Both. Same time. You can't run faster than me. Same time. <laughs> there you go. You, you got to have it at the same time, yeah. left and right. My tongue is ambidextrous. Yes, it's the best kind. <laughs> oh, best kind that? of tongue. You got that split tongue? <laughs> yes, he's got lizard tongue. Hey, he's a snaky demon. Oh, June's out here now. He says you're greedy. Oh wow, jeez. Oh no. He's hey up. June. Let me borrow $100. <laughs> Let me borrow. Damn. I won't pay money. it back. I just want it. You want to know what it's like to be a rock star? Time is money. <laughs> yes, he does. Can I borrow $100? <laughs> Dude, I, I can only imagine what you guys hear in the music world. Now, I, you know, 
We all know the craziness has happened in the music world here and all that. The chaos. The chaos. That is our music scene right now. But just in general, you guys experience chaos on the daily. That's just the Rochester scene. (laughs) Oh, it's true. You're right. He's not not lying. people all over the country, and it ain't no different, really. Uh, You know. Yeah, that's been the nice thing is, like, the, the experience of, like, I know Rochester. I'm G Motion Promotion. That's what I tried to do here. G Motion Promotion with the notion. But with he the talks about motion in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He but knows. he knows the scene more than I do. Like he he understands it because he's experienced it more. Yeah. Well, so yeah. You soaking in the yeah. knowledge. I'm, I'm taking in the the Cape Fear of it all. I'm always willing to spread my knowledge. I love your knowledge yeah. spread on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> knowledge being spread all over you. Just spread. So nice. Oh, I just got a lollipop and roses. Thank you guys. Yeah. I really Sean appreciate says that. OnlyFans, bro. OnlyFans. Yeah. I don't know if we're ever gonna do OnlyFans. Should, Who should me? We? Let yeah. me borrow a hundred dollars <laughs> and I might start it. Let me borrow a hundred bucks and then OnlyFans. Let your money work for you. Only Cape Fear butchers. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. No, not at all. But I'll tell you what, you know, from what I've seen in the, you know, in the music side of things, you know, going to shows and all that, it's such a nice fucking it's community. It's a family community. It's fucking awesome. There's so many talented bands out there of different genres. I was actually just telling the Uber driver, I was like, you know, I know that you might like your, your rap stuff, but we have that here. We have metal. We have progressive. We have anything you really want. There's at least some sort of local band that's trying to make that music happen. Go support them. Yeah. See, I have a little issue with it. Go for it. Because I don't subscribe to the idea of gatekeeping. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, like, listen, like, I may make quote unquote trap metal. I don't fucking listen to it. Right. I'm not. I don't listen before. to rap. I don't listen to trap metal. I listen to metal. You know what's funny? Slam and everything. deathcore bands and black metal bands and shit. And like, that's where I came from. I came from the metal scene. Yeah. And what I do is I don't want to work with rappers. I want to work with metal vocalists and have them put outside of their box yes. and put them in a position where they're uncomfortable and show them that they can't just do one thing. They want to open many your things. box. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what she said. You know, it. Technically. Another thing about it, like, people are so fucking obsessed with numbers and yeah. streams. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's not like, really that matters. It's just... And it doesn't. It matter. Like, see, listen, I would... I've played a show where it was in front of 15 people. I've played a show where it was in front of 3,000 people. I prefer the shows where it's 15 people. Because those people you get to talk to, you get to see them, you get to walk up to them after and really see who they are as a person and have them stick with you. If you play in front of a bunch of people and you got nine other people going after, yeah. there's not that many people that are paying right. attention to you. Right. The, you have to be derivative inside yourself into the scene, no matter what scene it is. The scene, to me, is just music. It's not the hardcore scene, the metal exactly. scene, the rap mm-hmm. scene. It is the scene in general. Yep. And that's like, what it should be all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a lot of people don't think about it that way. They like to put themselves in po- they put themselves in corners. And yeah, they do. What, what yeah. I like to do with my music is I don't, I don't give a shit about it. All I want to do is spread the love. Well, my thing is is I want to see everybody eat, but I can't fix their plate for them. 
It totally understands. No, that makes that makes. I can't do it. I love you. It's not my responsibility uh, to help people grow. Cheers to that, bro. Right there. Cheers to that, bro. For themselves, they have right to there. do it on themselves. I but agree. Like, I can't reach out to a bunch of people, but if anybody reaches out to me, I'm there. I'm talking to them. Which was so cool about how we got together was uh, at a bug jar show. It was at the diluted uh, their their last show. Love diluted and yeah. miss those guys. We Fantastic. just started talking, and he. Was, I was listening. I was showing Matt from uh, from Diluted, um, the song uh, "Ego Death." I was just showing him like the the rough part of it. Super and, rough draft. And Matt goes, "Hey, can I check that out really quick?" And I was like, "Sure." And I handed it to him. And he started listening. He was like, "Well, I make my own music, and I I produce it." And it was just really organic. How it was we very just organic. Clicked. And then ever since, we've just been talking and trying to work on this or discussing Aside this. Aside from that, can I tell you the reason why I approached you at the Diluted Please. Show? It's because I think it was Zach. Zach gave you a balloon full of confetti. <laughs> and I walked up to you and said, you're a balloon boy. You are forever balloon, balloon boy, boy now. <laughs> forever so, balloon, balloon boy. Forever boy. balloon boy. So I was just they like, all float. That was the first time I had left my house in over 300 days. Really? And I went there because my girl was like, yo, we need to go check out this last show. And yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, you've been talking about Diluted forever. I think we'll go check it out. So I went there, and then I met you, and I saw you had the balloon. <laughs> and that's how it happened. If, if, if she wouldn't have convinced me of that show, we probably wouldn't be if talking Zach right now. If Zach didn't give me the balloon. Yeah. It was the balloon that wow. drew me to you. And that's what Nikki just said. It was, it was because of the balloon. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, so it was cool. the balloon. It's crazy how that works. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know your name for like a month, and I called you Balloon That's Boy. Right. Balloon. That's right. Balloon. That's right. I forgot about that. I love that. Yeah, Zach literally goes, here, hold on to this, and it's just a balloon that's full yeah. of confetti, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to cherish this. Cherish it forever. Until the end of the show, and then it popped in front of my fucking eyes, and I was like, no! I saved it the whole time. Look how they massacred my boy. It turns out to be the... One of the most humble people I've ever met in my life. He is. Dude, I love Jerry, man. I've never had a single fucking bad thing about this man. Mm. I'll fight anybody about it. We've had him on for three times. I mean, does that say enough for you? Yeah. Not everybody gets that chance to even come on a second time. (laughs) Not saying anybody that's been on this show that's terrible, but I'm just saying... I appreciate it. Shit be happening. Yeah. (laughs) Shit be happening, Doc. Now, um, (laughs) Cape Fear Butcher, his name is Matt. But I'll tell you what. I'll ask you this. Mm. You're not from the ROC originally. No, I am not. I got to ask you this because I was on Reddit. I know. Surprise. Me, M-Bum, on fucking Reddit, right? You didn't oh. find me on Reddit. No, 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 no. Oh, Jesus I Christ. I <laughs> started following the Rochester Reddit, subreddit, whatever they want to call there's it over a, there. Rochester's, oh, God. Oh, Jerry, there's a lot of different subreddits. You want, you want fucking uh, mayonnaise and jumper cables on your nips and... Dick or whatever, you got that as a subreddit. You want Rochester? You got that as a subreddit. They were talking oh about there was people from down south that had moved up here from wherever they came from, and they were talking about the Rochester accents. Now, I want to know your opinion on this because this is very, very funny to me because I don't notice anything about our, our accents that's yeah, anything I don't crazy. notice. Yeah, no, see, here's the thing. I'm masking mine right now. I, I, I know I might sound a little southern. I might sound a little southern, <laughs> but this is usually the way I talk. Really, hey, Matt? Yeah. Dude, is that real? And I, that's that's, real. that's legit. Like right that's there. Hey, and Matt, dude, I you, fucking love it. How do you say Irondequoit? Uh, Irondequity. <laughs> Irondequity. Yeah, when I was when I was trying to figure out how to GPS here, I was like, yeah, we gotta get past Irondequity. Gotta go. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he called me. He was like, what the fuck did you just say? I was like, I can't help it, dog. That's just the way I read it. I was like, I will never I think of it. I will never think of it a different way. Oh, my Kinda God. Kind of like how I say chai la chili. Yeah, I'll see, I've heard y'all, that before. Y'all, chili. I'm like, chili. wait a minute. You like chili? Because I love chili, too. Yeah. No, no, no. The town. No, 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 oh, no. I live in chili. Right, exactly. Or if you want to go to Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. You want to go to Charlotte? Charlotte. Or Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's North Carolina. This is this is Charlotte, right. New yeah, York. Right. No, no, it's Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte. We have, we have a we have a place in North Carolina called Whiteville, but we pronounce it Wobble. Wobble? Wobble? I like that. that wow. That's wow. cool. That's the Wobble right <laughs> That's there. Wobble. Shout out to everybody wobble. in Wobble. I know you still living Shout with your mom. Out. I will now forever call a Ron Decoid Iron Dickwitty. Iron Dickwitty. Bro, I'm fucking dyslexic as shit. I read uh, it and I was like, yeah, bro, I'm about to. We got to go through Iron Dickwitty and we got to go across the street. <laughs> I fucking I'm like, love that. What the hell did you just say? Right. Like, Where oh. are we going? Where is this? I was mostly upset the fact that we had to cross a bridge that went Two. over water. Two yeah. bridges. <laughs> that happens a lot here, man. Like, yeah. Now, here's the thing. Here's where the accent comes in. I was like, I don't want to cross the water bridge. The water. <laughs> water bridge. I don't want to cross that water bridge. That's, I don't trust it. Yeah. Jay, well, Jake, Jake Danger says, motherfucking M-bomb time, y'all. Yeah, it, it sure is. Yeah. It yeah, sure big. is. Good to see you, friend. Good to, well, good to hear from you. Friend. Yeah, there's a... I can't see you. I don't physically. know you, but we're friends now. That's right. Um, <laughs> see, I like to get different perspectives. <laughs> see what I'm saying? <laughs> I like to get different perspectives <laughs> on people that aren't originally from the ROC. Yes. Baby. The rack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Baby. Yeah. Good old reference, yes. <laughs> Rocks the Smugtown USA, baby. That's you know, right. real quick on that notion, I'm not sure if... Is he, are you a wrestling fan by any chance? I haven't. Was it, I told him about this. I have not watched wrestling since Umaga died. Oh my God, that's only over a decade right. ago. Right. 2005, 2006. That's fair though. That's Umaga time. is amazing. Yeah, um, Umaga, Rey Mysterio, The mm-hmm. Rock, Booyaka, Undertaker. Booyaka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, we did have Rey Mysterio in here once. It was a really quick snippet with uh, Richard Lee when yeah. he was in here. He put. The, Do you remember that ladder match for like the? Like the custody of the child. Oh, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, right yeah, now, the- <laughs> right now, what's killing me about that is Dominic turned on his dad, and he, he literally wrestling? looks just like Eddie Guerrero right now. He's still wrestling. Oh, Dominic now wrestles, and oh, so does Rey Mysterio. Because I remember buying that on pay per view with my dad in the living room. Yeah, like, now Holy they're both shit, wrestling. They're about to wrestle for a child. <laughs> wrestle <laughs> for a child. Not even for a title belt this no. time. A yeah, fucking child. Yeah. <laughs> Those were wild times in the yeah. WWE. They're coming remember back. That. They're, yeah. they're slowly but surely. I come from the hometown with Ric Flair. Yes, you oh, do. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, Sorry for your ears. And the, and the Hardy Boys. I yeah, think they're right. a little bit above Wilmington. I think they're in Greensboro. Uh, no, I thought it was Raleigh. Like, Raleigh, Raleigh, Greensboro, Charlotte, same thing. Same the, thing, right? All North Carolina looks exactly the same. So, you know, Jerry, I'm sure you've been keeping tabs on all elite wrestling. Oh, yeah, for sure. Holy <laughs> that's, fuck, that is that's a my shit. crazy time right now yes. in, in all elite I'm wrestling. I'm very upset that I didn't get to see the last show that was in Buffalo, and I'm very upset I didn't get to see the Rochester show that, that happened, but I'm always paying attention to, to the company. Cause well, this whole thing here with CM Punk and Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. They just dropped them all like what? Wait a second. How did they have all the titles, and then you're just gonna drop them? They from literally the stripped the show. Them. I think it's work, though. CM Punk I, is still. I around? really do. Yeah, I CM don't Punk think so. Is in AEW. <coughs> so um, is isn't. I don't know anymore. 
It's I, real. Did you did you watch Wednesday Night Dynamite? Unfortunately, yes. it's real. There is no CM Punk. There's no Young Bucks. No Kenny Omega in the intro. They never showed him once. And they also stripped him of the titles. I don't know if it's a work, man. I, I, don't, I really you do. You think like, it's a work? Yeah, for Still? sure. Because you got to think about CM Punk and how real he is. But also as the entertainer that he is. I have a feeling that he was just playing everybody. Except for the Colt Cabana uh, dispute that he was doing during that whole thing. Other than that, I don't know. I just I can see because why would Tony Khan just be sitting there like a lap dog, letting him spew all of this shit? Because he's very inexperienced as a wrestling federation promoter, and, and that's where it's like, I don't know. That's why I like wrestling is because you, if you really are into it for the politics of it, then. You don't know if this is real or this is real. Does he not like this guy? Does he really, like, feel this way about him? Is he down here because of this? It's just, I've always been a fan of that part of it. Yeah, no, they're blurring the lines right now. (laughs) But honestly, I do think this is a real-life situation where, you know, CM Punk did what he did. He said what he said at the uh, post-show of All Out. And then that whole uh, backstage incident that happened. The scrum, as they like to call it. And then a whole thing happened where I guess the Young Bucks supposedly kicked in the door. No, is that true? Don't know. Right. We weren't there. Right. But all I know is that there was an altercation. People got bit. People got hurt. And then uh, now you don't see him on TV, and there's uh, vacant championships happening. Right. So my, my guess would be yeah, it's, it's not a work. <clears throat> what's, what's wild to me about that is that if it's not a work, then they are getting kicked out of this part of the company. Does that mean that we're going to see them in WWE? Because if that's the case then WWE is about to get four very talented people that they could push for for their part of this debacle. But didn't CM Punk uh, leave WWE as well? Many because years of ago. Vince. But let's just say this. Now so. Triple H is running it. Yeah, that's, that's true. Triple H is running it now. So, I mean, that could be... But let's just say this, though. Yeah, yeah. The Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, they're the EVPs yep. of AEW, mm-hmm. right? I don't really see them going to WWE anytime soon, if at all. Yeah. They are suspended. Ace Steel and CM Punk, we have no idea what's going to happen to them. They're saying CM Punk's out with an injury, right, for eight months. Do you see him coming back? I don't know if I do. That was the other thing that pissed me off was it was like, okay, so he's going to fight for the title. He loses the title because he kicked him in the head and falls, crumbles, fetal position, two DDTs, CM Punk loses. Yeah. The next pay-per-view... He's totally fine. He can walk on the foot. He can do all the moves. He can kick him in the head, no problem. That was a work. What the hell, man? You, the, if you're going to work, then work the entire thing. Act like that foot is really screwed up. You got to work it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You got to exactly. work it. Let me work ask that shit. a question. Yes. Do you guys think wrestling is real? No. Well, depending Listen. on what you think. Listen. Moves. Oh, so that's all right. Now he's, don't get into this. now he's getting into a side of things. Are the injuries, are the moves and all that real? Yes. Are the finishes of the match real? Absolutely not. Oh no, probably not. Uh, are the TV shows and the movies that we watch real? I, I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> what you just said? No. You well, just said no. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Dom says, "Hey Jerry, love you, homie. Love you." And then he also says, "I thought it was all scripture, to be honest." I'd say it's all. It's not as, the Bible, but it's scripture. It's, it's not the Bible. <laughs> I'd say that wrestling's more real than the Bible. Oh, bop, bop, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Shots fired. That's all Shots of the above. Fired, yeah. Shots fired. 
I, I just, you know, I don't know. I just, you know, I'm a music fan. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm a, I'm a movie film buff. I love all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just all Anything about that's it. Entertaining. I'm. Don't forget before. gamer. Yes. I'm a gamer. Correct. Maybe not as, uh, as I was. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. You know, the last month or so, I've been going through a lot of changes in life, and I've been trying to get as much gaming in as possible. But at the same time, I've been very busy trying to actively make these transitions in life, where I'm moving on to different uh, career paths and all that. And then on top of that, you know, just trying to enjoy myself, which is like watching wrestling. Now that football's back on, football mm-hmm. will be a part of that too. Yeah, I have a fantasy in, so yes, I've, I've never, never watched a football game in my life. Hey, that's no problem, man. Yeah, that's no. not a problem at all. Listen, that's, tailgate parties and um, Super oh, Bowl parties are like the best. I okay, I don't doubt it. <laughs> I'm it. just not a sports guy. No, that, that's fair, dude. Like, uh, I, and I'm more of like a I'm a, I'm a NASCAR guy. He's NASCAR. All right, all right. If they're going fast and they're taking a left turn and then do another left turn, I'm fucking there. (laughs) Well, Angela says, hey. So, hey, Angela, how are you? Angela's awesome. I hope she got her shirt. I'm sure she got her shirt by this time, right? Hope so. I'm sure she did. By the way, by the way, I have to ask. Since mm-hmm. you said you are a NASCAR fan. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Don't ask me for my numbers. I ain't going to tell you. Oh, no. That, no, no, no. Oh, man, I was going to ask you, like, who, who, uh, who are you liking? Uh, who's your uh, go-to for right now uh, as far as uh, drivers? NASCAR hasn't been the same since 2008. Dude, I know. It's, it's, I know. it's raise hell, praise Dale. That's it. That's right. All day. That's fair. That's fair. That's wasn't fair. It, wasn't it 2001 when Dale Earnhardt crashed? Yes. Okay, I remember yes. that on TV. when. That oh, happened. yeah, dude. I remember that. I was a kid. That my dad was yeah. in tears. Like, yeah, so was my dad. Oh, I was there. Tears, and I was, I was like, there. I don't know what's going on. But the crash, I mean, you see cars flipping and on fire and all that, and they're fine. This guy hits a wall, he's dead. Well, that's because after his crash, they installed, like, different types of roll cages, and they yeah, had, like, they didn't tethers have... to keep the wheels from flying off yep. into the crowd. Like, they didn't have his... After his death, they... They amped up all, all sorts the safety. of safety measures. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, at that, you have to. Yeah, at that time, they didn't were really worried yeah. about safety because they weren't no. worried about like how fast we were going and all that shit. But then now, with everything that's going on now, now we got to really worry about safety because safety's huge, man. Yeah. That can happen. Safety. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Angela said there. she did receive the shirt, so yeah. awesome. I'm glad. Yeah, especially if it's like you're going at 200 miles per hour. Those guys, yeah, those guys are going so fast, and fun. Yeah. So I can imagine, like, I don't even know what, did you think he even felt pain at that point? I don't want to talk about it. God. I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to speak. NASCAR's real. Uh, Honestly, I'm not, I'm not speaking on the still Daryl, It's still real to me, damn it. It's still real to me, damn it. I mean, if you think about it scientifically, it's got to be, I mean, it's got to be gruesome as hell. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, like, suck. biology. He broke his neck. So the second he hit the wall, you're saying that he didn't win a NASCAR race with a broken freaking (laughs) neck. Oh, by the way, Kurt Angle was in town. You have uh, about maybe 19 minutes to go see him. Yeah, I wanted to see see him, but it's okay. It's all right. We had this scheduled, so it's okay. No, 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 it's totally. I still wouldn't have been able to go. (laughs) I mean, I know. I saw that he was here. I was like, no shit, Kurt Angle. What you talking about, Willis? Kurt Angle, uh, where gold freaking medalist. Uh, Heroes Hideaway over at Eastview Mall, yeah. Victor, New York, talk Eastview slut. Mall. Yeah, she's a talk slut. <laughs> at Eastview, really? Yep. And uh, Godfather will be there too sometime soon. And Rikishi was there a couple weeks ago. Nice. Oh, I didn't shit. know that either. That's awesome. Yeah, I would love to have met those guys. Yeah, I was. Uh, my buddy Devin uh, got me the signature from Brody Lee the last time that he was in town. 
R.I.P. Brody Lee. Or, oh, wait, sorry, Brody Brody King. Oh, wait, didn't I? Oh. No, uh, Brody Lee. Malachi Blacks. Loved, I wanted to. Tag team partner. I wanted wait, to see that. Wait, didn't I hear um, the voice actor of uh, Courage was. Uh, yes. It was in Rochester. He's going to be. No shit. I, yeah. The Fuck things it. I do for love. <laughs> the. Curse Don't worry, Mario. I'll save yeah. you. Yes. Yes. When and where? Heroes Hideaway, I think within the next month or so. Oh, shit. Dude, fucking courage, dude. Don't quote me on that because I don't know if it's true if it's going to be a month or so, but I know I saw it on Facebook. I did hear he was going to be in Rochester, that's though. Badass. I was like, yes, let's go. That, that, that's like my favorite show growing up. Dude, that is, We got to have him do a sample for dude, us. Dude. Yeah. It's, e- <laughs> it's even sadder to know that he's the only one that's left. Yeah, I think Eustace yeah. and Eustace Muriel. and Muriel just, Muriel just passed not too long ago. Well, wow. Eustace had two voice actors. The first one died while they were doing the show still, and then the second one died after. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's wild. Yeah, because I remember as a kid, I'm like, why is this voice sound different? Stupid dog! You make me look bad! (laughs) 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 God, kids nowadays don't understand how how good we had it. Oh my god, that was the most messed up show. Dude, we have some issues because of that show. Because we... (laughs) How fucking fire Cartoon Network was back in well, the dude, early Well, dude, Nickelodeon, 2000s. too. Like, Rugrats and all that shit was still fantastic. Nah, uh, I mean, now. Ren and Stimpy, though? Yeah. Yo, Ren and Ren Stimpy. Remember that was on Nickelodeon? Have, yeah. That show. Right, that dude. was on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Dude, I have. I still have all of the seasons of bet the guy, Ren and Stimpy. I bet the guy who allowed that to be on that show, on that network, got fired. Nah, it was fucking Dan Schneider, and we all know what happened to him. Oh, we oh, talked about that. him many a long time ago on the show. I didn't know that. Oh yeah! Don't even get me going on Dan Schneider. No, no, no. I don't. Want, I don't. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go there. I think well, he start. I think he start on the on the movie Prey as a predator. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Let me ask you a question. Oh wait, no, that's right. It was Ren from Until the Dead. Oh. Shots fired. What's up? Let me ask you a question. Uh oh. Me? What do you think? Ghosts are, and if you believe in ghosts, Ooh, what do you? It's a think good they question. Are? Good thing you brought this up. Because, well, we do have one on I the show. A, I have a long list of theories for this. I do too, to be honest with you. Same. I don't work at a hotel, motel, uh, and I just feel it all the time now. I'm just like, I think there's somebody around here. Before we get <laughs> into that, I do want to pay attention here real quick. Uh, Dom says, "Stupid dog, you made me look bad." That's Hashtag. Right. <laughs> he also says they're bringing back Danny Phantom. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, yes. Right. Oh, sure. And then of course yes! he that. says, "Hashtag shots fired." <laughs> Going back to the ghosts, though, that. the paranormal. Yes. So, we do have one on the show, though. Oh yeah, our very own ghost who uh, wasn't able to make it today. I uh, hope he feels better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, ghosts in paranormal. I I like to do paranormal investigations. Same. Oh, here we go. He's got the... He's if got you the, ever go on any, please fucking invite me. All right, so you know Rolling Hills, right? You've heard of that? Yeah, I have a really shitty story about that place and the oh. lady, Sharon, that o- uh, Shannon or Sharon that owns it. Yeah, Sharon. Shannon. Uh-oh. Um, Do I want to know? Redacted, not stating it. Okay. Oh. We'll talk off oh. Type thing? I don't I don't like that lady. All right. Um, all right. Uh, that's, that's, that's fair. Fine. Opposite yeah. of talks. Line. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. talk redacted. <laughs> that's fair, bro. So, um, yeah, I've been there a few, two times. Been there two times. Um, but let's just kick it back all the way down to the 90s, right? So I was a kid in the 90s, school. right? We lived in Ontario, New York. Uh, my uh, parents had a house out there. 
And so my first interaction with anything weird, out of the ordinary, and I remember this as if it happened yesterday. I was young. I was washing my hands in the, in the, in the bathroom. And I remember looking in the mirror and going, that's kind of weird. What, what is that walking around in my, in my bathroom? And it was a dude with no head and uh, a blue tattered windbreaker. Very weird. Never saw it again. But I remember running out of there, getting my mom, getting back into the bathroom, and it wasn't there anymore. Now, mind you, it wasn't in the. It was just in the mirror. It wasn't anything in, in the real world terms. So very, very weird on that end. So then, like time goes on, right? And then you start seeing, like I started seeing, like shadow figures running back and forth in the hallways of my grandparents. Only one time. That was another thing. So as a grown ass man, I'm like, okay, I can't sit there and say they're not real. But to, as people say, you know, you want to talk about the afterlife and all that? That's up in the air for me. Does it exist? I don't know. I hope so. But does I it? hope so, too. But is there a chance that what we're seeing with the paranormal, is there a chance that we're interacting with a parallel universe? Now, see, we about to get that. Ah, that's what I like. You've made deep. a lot of really good points that I'd like to segue into. So personally, for me, I don't believe that there is an afterlife. What I do believe is in the fact that we all have electricity in this meat sack we have in our skulls. He thought sack. He thought meat sack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe that that energy needs to go somewhere. Yes. If you split an atom, you split molecules, it must be recycled. Have you ever heard of sandstone theory? No. What is this? So um, there is an there is a prison in Ohio that's one of the most renowned haunted locations in the entire country. The entire building is made out of sandstone. Okay. So when energy dispels Creepy. from something, it must be transitioned into something else. Okay. Oh, there were pots and pottery found inside ancient Egypt tombs, like in the pyramids, where if you run a groove around it, like kind of like how a vinyl is made, it will play the sound of what was going on in that tomb at that point in time. No and, and the pottery. So, like, like, how vinyl is translated onto just... Oh, yeah. Yes. So, the Egyptians figured that out 2,000 years ago. Oh, shit. And you could run a groove or a needle around these pottery, and it would emit the sound. The same thing happens with samstone. If, if people die in traumatic ways or any form of way, if there's any form of audio, it will be translated into the building, which is what people call residual hauntings. Right. I, I feel like the energy can be dissipated into a building, whether it be brick or stone or sandstone, and things and sounds can be left behind. I'm not really too keen on the idea that there's this form of activity after death through our dimension, like you, like I, I would say, it's more like everything is translated from one plane to another, yeah. and it's it's like it's like a digital recorder, like how we're recording this podcast. Things can be translated right. and performed out. Like most people say, like oh, they died a traumatic death, and that's why this place is so haunted. It's not about the trauma; it's about the noise that was created during the time of passing. Yeah, that, that makes sense. creates sounds and screams like it, the the uh, the Ohio State Reformatory. That's what it is. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I I really just don't think that they're lingering around in their contents of it. I think it's a residual effect of audio frequency. Okay. 
Interesting. It is interesting. I've I've had a different um, theories on this, you know, and and the other theories maybe there's an afterlife, and we're actually so there's other reasons why I would believe in this also. Yeah. But um, so for instance, we went to this one place uh, recently, about a year ago, and uh, was it Holly? Oh God, I don't remember. Anyways, uh, so there's dowsing rods, right? Yeah. People use this to the electromagnetic like, fields. Well, they they well, can change. Well, yes, the little rods you can find water and all gotcha. that stuff. Yeah. So there's theories where you can okay, you ask me yes and no, right? Yes, they would go apart. No, they would cross. Mm-hmm. So there was a moment in time we were in the basement and uh, we were asking questions. My grandfather passed away two years ago, 2020, right before the pandemic hit, and we were asking questions and. Honestly, it's like they were asking, they were answering correctly. Mm-hmm. We were asking questions that only you would know. Because sometimes, you know, anybody could know these things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but then you think about it, okay. But I so let's, let's go back to uh, this point in time. I was upstairs in the living room. Caught it on my ring camera, by the way. <laughs> so there's a, there's a, there was an uh, umbrella that my mother-in-law had purchased for us. Still in the box, sitting against the wall. It was there for like three months. So one morning I was getting up doing my routine. I grabbed a photo out of the um, side table drawer, which was of me and my grandfather at my wife and I's wedding. I just looked at it, you know, reminding myself, you know, you know, I, I got to at least spend that time with him during my wedding, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And I put it back in the drawer. Didn't think anything of it. And I walked towards. Uh, I was walking across the room. And that box, for some odd reason, just fell by itself. I'm 200 pounds. I put the box back up, and I jumped, and I tried to reenact it, and that box would not budge whatsoever. Hmm. So I asked the question in that basement of that, of that school at one point. It was at one point. I asked the question, did you move that box? Are you the one that moved it? And the rods said yes. I'm like, okay. Hmm. That's a little weird, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm skeptical on everything. That's just how I am. Uh-huh. But when I see this stuff There's in no front of me. There's no answer for it. Right. But when I see this stuff in front of me, I'm like, okay, I got to at least think about this. Yeah. Is it real? You know? It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So. Res- to me, I think it's more like a residual energy can translate itself into kinetic energy and manipulate things around us, which would cause, quote unquote, poltergeists. Yes. I, I feel like with more like asking like true and false questions, then comes into the question of is there something beyond this specific reality? Are there more realities than ours? I mean, if you, if you want to put it that way, my reality is different than all three of yours. Right. Right, right, right. We all perceive the world differently inside of our own brains. We true. We see reality as what it is in front of us yes. and. Depending on our upbringing and what we've taught ourselves personally, it will be different every time. So most people don't see paranormal activity in paranormal places because they choose not to. Right. So really, it, it's just like, like it, it, it comes back to the fact that we all have electricity in this fucking meat <laughs> up in our fucking skulls. Yes. So if we can transfer that energy into something else and really believe it, it would be more so called like a mob mentality. Yes aspect of like like if you're scared fear is contagious hmm. fear and anguish is contagious that's very true 
So when we when we go into these situations where we want to see something and we're looking into something, that's why most paranormal investigators bring a skeptic in so that's just not bouncing back and forth. There's no telling what it is. Could there be an afterlife? Yeah. When we die, do we just transfer over to a different dimension? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But there are there are some things that happen that we just have absolutely no answers for. There's You're right. A, there's a thing going on um, on TikTok about this guy that made a mirror, like a real, it's a reality mirror or something like that. So, like, anybody that looks in this mirror is actually seeing the way that we're supposed to be seeing ourselves as opposed to the mirrors that we all look into every single day. So, like, you are seeing what people are finally seeing of you as opposed to what you always see from a mirror. There's actually a theory for that. It's called scrying. Scrying? Mm-hmm. Scrying. I literally, That's a magic term. I literally <laughs> just saw, um, I just was uh, looking this up because of somebody talking, I think it was on Reddit or something. Somebody's talking about something, or maybe it was YouTube. They were talking about scrying, and I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. They say if you look in the mirror long enough, things start to like get weird. Your vision gets distorted. Right. It's the same thing as if you run for a mile and stand still, it looks like the road is moving away from you. Yes. It's yes. A, it's, a, huh. it's a visual observation that is distorted through your own perception. I've heard of that. Yeah. I did hear about that. So if you, with scrying, you set a mirror in front of you, you light a candle, and you only focus on the flame, you blow it out and look into the mirror, everything will look different. I want to try this. It's the this. same thing as, like, if you look at a TV with a white background and a sigil in it, and you look at you look at it for three minutes. Turn the TV off. You'll see it in your there. perception. Huh. So it's 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 all about light waves and and waveforms that like we we hear the waveforms through audio, but we see it in a different matter that we usually perceive it as. That's actually really cool. I like this. I'm, I'm you know I'm very interested in this stuff. No. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, I, dude, this is the shit I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And I'm glad dude, because that's. Yes. I mean, look at look at the stuff here. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a religious person by any means or necessary, right? As you can see, I have, and I call myself the the third eye because everything is open to interpretation. Yes, there well, is no truth, only perspective. There you exactly. Go. Thank you. And that's what I like to, to to display here as we go on, you know, on the show. Not only just to have my my style and decor here at the table, but mm-hmm. you know, as you can see, I have a lot of different themes here. Just bought this today, so <clears throat> I'm not myself a religious person by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I find it very interesting. I have an open mind. I like to hear different perspectives on things. But I will say this. Um, I will not mess with a Ouija board. Mm. Same. So for I, the I first year about of that. being in perspective, or the, the last year of being in perspectives, I, uh, I got like one of the old school Ouija boards from like whenever they first were being created. Wooden ones. By Hasbro. But I, but I put it. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. But I put it on my my altar, and it would just stay there. But I kept the um, the oracle, the the oracle, in a separate area so that it. But like, you still felt stuff from it. I just would never play the game. Everybody else is like, "Why aren't you using it?" Because why wouldn't? Why? Why would I? There was a <laughs> listen. There, just don't burn it, okay? Because you were <laughs> no. No, so, I still have it. <laughs> there was a guy I worked don't with. Don't ever burn it. <laughs> Get rid of it. Yeah. You need to give it away as a gift. You can't burn it. Can't burn it. It has to be accepted by somebody else. Can I, it just stay with me? No. I've had I've had a very old Wiccan once tell me that anybody that uses a Ouija board has a black cloud that hovers over their head. But what if I'm not using it? What if I just have it? Is that still Have you the ever same? used it? No. It's different. 
It's the same thing as uh, most most people in the Wiccan belief say that you cannot, you know, just buying crystals and buying things or certain objects for your own belief is not as powerful as having it being gifted to you. Okay. So I, I can would gift that. it to somebody. I wouldn't throw it away. I wouldn't burn it. I would gift it to somebody because your power of your own reality does manifest things around you. <laughs> and I wouldn't say it to, to the point of like, like manifest destiny or like willing things into existence. But the fact that you think it is, if you think it's true, it will be interesting. Thank God. I never used a Ouija board. Thank God. So a guy I worked with about 10 years ago, yeah. he had this idea. He does a lot of guitar works. Like mm. he does custom guitars, really great work. Um, his name is Rob, and he had this idea. He had a very old Ouija board. It was a wooden board, very old. I'm sure it was used. I see where this is going. He, yes, he wanted to make a guitar out of a Ouija board. And I said, dude, not only is that dope, but that's a bad idea, though. That is really Most people bad call idea. it bad juju. It's legit what you were just talking about with, like, the residual noise. But It's residual it energy. Everything holds guitar. energy. The trees speak. Plants have language. We when, just can't hear it. Yeah, when you when you cut the grass, apparently when the smell happens, that's yeah. their way of screaming. Yeah. They're yelling in pain. Every, everything has its own language. Which is crazy, right? Dude, tears, what, you have to be very of conscious grass. of how you recycle things yes. in your life. It was like in, the, in Japanese mythology or folklore, I'm talking hundreds of years ago, they had things called yokai. So if you had a if you had an umbrella just sitting by your front door for maybe like 60 years it would turn into its own spiritual entity or flip-flops sandals just a pot that you cook food in they believe that everything had a spirit really because cool. you put energy into it it honestly makes a lot of sense because um again like with with the perspectives the first mask that i was wearing with the teeth and everything well that's that's what brought it up was that thing is gone. That whole mask besides that piece is gone. It was burned into a, another smile, and then it just it, it doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Um, but the one before that that I would wear on stage with the, with the teeth on it, yeah, yeah. Um, I felt this, like, presence about it, but it was, like, a not-so-great presence. Like, oh. any time that I put it on, I just felt this energy that came from it, like... If I wanted to tell you to fuck off and that mask was on, it was happening. If I wanted to, to deal with this situation and I really couldn't at that point, I just did it. Now, yeah. As soon as I took it off, I was like, well, that's, that's weird. Like, I feel something. So it's, it's interesting. Do you it, feel like it's an aspect of anonymity or do you feel like it's because you put energy into the fact that you hid behind a mask? I think that's, that's the most, that's the biggest part of it was that I was hiding behind it. Yeah. kind of trying to use it as a stepping stool into me being able to say or do things yeah. as opposed to me just already wanting to and then doing it with the mask on. So, yeah, honestly. Why does this kind of remind me of the movie The Mask? 
that's with Jim Carrey. Was, that's kind of what it was like. It was just, yeah. It was weird. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of okay. Reminds me of Majora's Mask, where okay. the Skull Kid puts yeah. the Majora's Mask on and it turns into an evil being. Yeah, I do remember that. That that Zelda. That I, yeah. I remember that. Big Zelda back fan. And you got goosebumps too with the yes. the, the, the Halloween mask that just yes. sucks itself onto you, and right. you are now this demon. It could be interpreted through your mindset at the time. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That was a totally different mindset on that one. So going back to the uh, the Ouija board, the guitar idea, I eventually did talk him out of it. I said, I don't think that's a good idea, Rob. I think that's probably asking. Now I'm not like sure if it's true or not that Ouija boards might cause curses and all that stuff. But I wouldn't play with that stuff Mm-mm. if I, especially if I don't know anything about it, right? Dude, same. So Mm-mm. needless to say. He never did that idea, thankfully, because I, I don't want to see that guy. You saved his life. I, well, I hope I would hope to think that <laughs> nothing would happen to begin with, but I just don't want to have somebody I actually like yeah, <laughs> have right. a problem because they did this. Yeah, cool idea. I would hold off on that. Yeah, you awesome in theory, worse in practice. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. So we have some comments here. <laughs> We're gonna go, I guess, back to the Rolling Hills Come side on. of things. Yeah, let's do it. Um, <clears throat> screw it. <clears throat> We're gonna get to it. So, uh, Nikki says, Sharon kicked me out because of how my friend group looked, claimed we were drunk, and called the cops on us and never refunded my money. Wacky lady. It's because they looked alternative and thought they were Satanist and oh, thought they would bring really? bad energy. It's like the, that? That's why I didn't want to talk about it. That's All right, well, it's not my business that's, to talk I about know, it. I know. I get that, well, but that's very sad. It is. Yeah. Uh, Dom says, I went to the abandoned hospital in insane asylum over at Highland Park with some friends of mine. We crawled in through one of the windows that had space for us to get in. About a half hour into exploring the asylum, we checked one of the rooms and we got to the doorway. And uh, let's see here. One of the cabinet doors flew open and a light fixture that was perfectly intact. The ceiling didn't just fall off, but flew at us. We turned around and looked towards the hallway in the direction of where we were going next. The shadows were taller than we were and our shadows were against the wall to the side of us. And then my mom goes, oh, hell to the no. Recycled energy can do some shit that you wouldn't think it could. You know what? This kind of reminds me of, I just saw a YouTube video called, um, I watched this channel called The Boys. They There's a bunch of YouTube ch- uh, creators, uh, your narrator, he's famous on TikTok. He's um, Eddie VR, Molly, Josh Dub, um, all those people. And they actually went to this asylum in Australia and back in the days, like back in the 1940s, whatever, they were very strict on certain things. Like if you didn't go to church every Sunday, they would send you to that asylum. If you like to the simplest things to the most ridiculous psychosis, like, hmm. but anyways, you know, laws were different back then, but you were sent to this place, but the energy they felt that they even like, I, there were some clips that I saw, like, as they were like filming through this area at night, one of them saw like at f- night. Yeah, <laughs> so some, you're good. No, but someone saw thought they saw someone. Everyone's like questioning them. It's like we didn't see anything. Like what the fuck are you talking about? There, there was no one there. <laughs> if you were to pause at the right time, you do see a shadow figure with like legs, and I'm like, he did see something. What the fuck? Like there were spirit boxes. Like you could sense. Something and even one of the uh, cast members decided to leave because they felt sick, and because of like the overwhelming energy and so- something yeah. like that. And they were very em- empath, so if he left first and then everyone just 
did their thing. It was just like that. That's got to be something. There's like, gotta yeah. I have some form of theory upon that. Okay. So I love your theories. Love the theories. I love hearing different what, sides. Well, what I like to think of it as is us being not able to physically or see apparitions or spirits while they show up in film. We can only see a certain percentage of the light and color spectrum that is compounded in the universe. If you think about it, look it up. Shrimps. <clears throat> Shrimp. Just, yeah, just shrimps. <laughs> they can see a multitude of facets of light and dark that we cannot see. They can see colors that we can't perceive. Some shrimps can actually like travel in the darkness, yeah. actually. So the mantis that makes shrimps. Sense. The mantis shrimp can put out PSI pressure and kill a fucking fish for all we know. That's awesome. But <laughs> think about it. Like there are, there are creatures and animals on this planet that see different colors and spectrums that we can't. Oh if no. A, if a camera can capture those things, it it's it 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 comes into the catch 22 <clears throat> of yes, I saw this, but the camera doesn't pick it up. But the camera picks it up and we didn't see it. Right. How are we supposed to convince other people that it's there? You know, it's funny. Um, the person that left the asylum, the video I was talking about, mm -hmm. he actually made another video explaining why he left and explaining like what he felt and all the things that he was going through his head and all that stuff. So I was like, maybe, I don't know if maybe it could be like the energy of the place made him sick or I don't know. I it mean, can physically affect you. Yeah, absolutely. Certain energies and atmospheres can affect you physically. It yeah. doesn't have to be paranormal or not. Yeah. You know through intuition whether or not you are in a dangerous situation well, or and not. And I think with that, with, with you're saying, like, the, the belief thing, like, if you believe it enough, if you think that something's there right now, something may not even be there right now, but you're yeah. making yourself physically sick because of the anxiety or whatever. That's why religion exists. <clears throat> Hmm. That's fair. Hmm. So, if nobody gave energy into it, we would be a We would be an unreligious society. Very, very true. That's very true. When you guys played a venue, uh, Main Street Armory here in Rochester, that's yes. notable to be haunted. Yep, I've only seen one show there. It was I went to go see uh, Gojira. Okay, last year. Yeah, that place feels weird. It's a weird feeling well, in there. Now, I don't know if it's, it's because it's old or it's what. It's made out of brick and sandstone. That's what you were saying about the sandstone. Oh, I didn't even think about that. It's a very old building. <laughs> Needless to say, not even the paranormal aspect of it, but that place scares me because mm -hmm. the last time I went in there was with uh, Excision, when Excision came here back before Such the pandemic happened. Uh, you were there, right? Such a good show. <laughs> I should know this. Um, <laughs> everybody was jumping up and down at once, and I was like, okay, this is it. The, the floor's going to cave <laughs> the in. The floor's we're going dead. in. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, there's more reasons why to be scared. Here comes yeah. the drop. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, here's the drop. And it's happened in other countries where uh, establishments did have the floor cave in, mm -hmm. and especially yeah. in Israel with that wedding. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. I've video. seen it. Yeah, that Scary. shit was fucking crazy. Yeah, so that's that was happening in my mind when I was at the show. I'm like, all right, we're going to probably end up in that video, <laughs> yeah. right? And uh, we're going to end up on uh, Nick Crowley or maybe even Nexpo on Decisions YouTube. last show. <laughs> I, I love Nexpo's channel. Dude, Nexpo? Nexpo is Oh, is that what such we a watched great channel. when I yeah, slept I showed over? You, yeah, Dude, I've time. literally been watching yeah. like weird shit that happens yeah. on the internet since you showed me that video. Dude, and I Expo fucking and, um, hate that stuff. Some, or, uh, some ordinary gamers, yeah. gamers uh, Miyamudahar, he, he does like mainly like gaming shit now. But back in the day, he was doing like weird dark web Tor browser shit. <laughs> it was 
right up my alley. So Nick Crowley, he's from Buffalo, New York. He uh, really, yes. I so, didn't know that. Yeah, Nick Crowley, he's almost in the style of Nexpo. He's from Buffalo. Awesome stuff. Great content. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen the channel. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that. And uh, yeah, I love Nick Crowley. He's great. You know, he's got a lot of good stuff on there. And I, I didn't watch know Nick him. Crowley's from fucking Buffalo. Oh, really? absolutely. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't huh. say anything otherwise. He is from Buffalo, New York. He's basically an talk hour away. Slut. Yeah, I am talk slut. Him up. <laughs> love this guy. I think yeah, he's a great. Talk slut. Talk Can't slut. help it. But um, yeah, I, I watch these videos from Nexpo, Nick Crowley, et cetera, et cetera. And I think. I just I watch this stuff and I'm like, man, I love watching this stuff because it opens my mind even further of like all the craziness. It's not only just like so the the obscurities of the internet. Like there is dark YouTube stuff that's happening that oh, yeah. nobody even knows about, but Nick Crowley covers it, Nexpo covers it, they cover oh. it. Like <clears throat> there's these channels literally on YouTube, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show or not, but there are literally these channels on YouTube. And if you, you right? if you haven't if you haven't heard already there's a channel, especially, there, there's like three or four different ones, if not more, where they are saving animals, like little kittens and puppies. But the reason why they're saving kittens and puppies is, is because, because they, they already in that position. They put them there in the first place yeah, to I've gain views shit. and get money off mm, of this. Yeah. And sometimes, mm, sometimes like, like Milo noticed, like that movie back in the 80s, oh my God, dude, they killed the now, animals. Watching yeah. that now is like, oh my God, th there's no way they could have survived that. That and, cannibal, fucking that and cannibal Holocaust. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, they killed what? those monkeys. Dude, and the what a cannibal holocaust! Oh, look, we're not gonna go into. We're that. gonna have to. Get <laughs> we're not gonna go we're into gonna this. Yeah. this. Subscribe to Shutter and watch it yourself. Shutter, okay? But yeah, so Shutter, many... give me an advertisement placement, please. <laughs> he's a talk. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a talk slut. No, but like you know, all these things are happening on YouTube. You have um, there was this one I was just watching not long ago. Where this this person was pretending to be a ten year old girl, but the channel the the second channel pops up, and that one was already on for already ten or plus years, so that wasn't yeah, a ten year old right. girl, and like they had these things from like uh, what's her face uh, Amanda Bynes and all that, and like they didn't the man hand girl yeah yeah Damn. they didn't understand where these channels were even like going with yeah. their content. It was weird Amanda, shit. Amanda, Amanda, Amanda. Things were sexualized. Dan Schneider and uh, yeah, yeah, Dan Schneider, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And just all these crazy things happening. And it's like, th this opens my mind. So it makes me want to go on YouTube, like do all this research. Like, mm -hmm. okay, what channels am I watching? What fucked up shit am I actually well, like, like You rabbit at? hole yourself. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. like the, the power of YouTube lately. Like so many parents just kind of, here's the, the phone. <laughs> Stay off of what we told you not to. Of course, we're going to. That's going to work. Not to. But there was that. Um, and then go to the shit that we're not aware of. What was the thing uh, with the like the white faced person that was telling you to kill yourself? Momo. Momo. Oh, that thing. It was, that a Japan, thing. it was a Japanese sculpture artist. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do remember and that. It's like, dude, I do remember that. That exists yeah. underneath all of this. And now like, we're oh, dealing with the with poppy playtime. Yeah. Oh, What's this? Oh, it's a, it's it's a, a game video game. On Steam. It's it's actually not bad. It's like yeah, um, it's it's very vanilla, but a lot of people are saying that it's corrupting their children. It's because it, it's like in a toy shop that yeah. this they toy go, is killing the toy you. manufacturer Stop. thing, oh. and one of the the toys come to life and like grows like fucked up. Like I want to play a game. Teeth. Think it, think of Five Nights at <laughs> like think of Five Nights at Freddy's uh, made a toy shop but instead yeah. of a, instead yeah. of a Fazbear restaurant. It's yeah. a toy shop. Mm -hmm. what That's fuck? what Poppy is. 
but but people are actually saying that their ki- their ch- their children are actually affected by this yeah. in such a way like that. Because yeah. yeah, Poppy looks so innocent, but then you see its teeth and it's like. I mean, so the Teletubbies, they look innocent. That scares the shit well, out of me. To be completely fair, it could manifest into something dangerous right. at right, one right. point in time. Everything can. Everything could be dangerous. Took into the wrong concept. Yep. So they're like like Slender Man. We all know it comes. We all know it comes from creepypasta. Yep. Yep. But there were those two 14 year old girls that killed their best friends. So true. Over that shit. I watched because they believed it was real. I saw a documentary about it, but I saw that the um, the uh, police investigation like footage was released of their of their interrogations. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that 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 shit can really be detrimental to a child's mind. Oh yeah, yeah. They always. Say, That's why like, I don't want people. I don't want anybody under the age of even twenty one to listen to my music. Yeah. So the the way that I, the way that I put it, the way that I put it, I'm not saying that my shit is going to be detrimental to anybody's life. No, but the the best example that I can make is Stephen King. Okay. Does he go out and dress up like a clown and kill a shit ton of people? Fuck no. No. He's telling a story. It comes yes. from his mind. Is is Stephen King a serial killer? No. no. I, I fabricate these stories and I tell right. them myself and like I I just really think that there's a difference in between moderation and moderation mm-hmm. when it comes to It's true. Parenting. Yes. When 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 you want your child to be a certain way at least explain it to them. Yeah. Don't let them go on the internet and experience look at whatever themselves. they want. Like you should you should really try to advocate to your children like hey, I found this, show it. Yeah. Don't keep it to yourself. Right. If they keep things to themselves, they're going to end up like me. I mean, just <laughs> I I've, I write about some weird shit. Some weird fucked that up he shit. Does. I like to I like to really delve into the reality of depravity. In my music. Yeah. I don't want children listening to that. Right. No, I get it. You know, it's like the comedy that happens on this show. We have a lot of dark humor. We yep. make a lot of dirty uh, dirty talk on this show sometimes. And I don't really... Ex- so, as you guys already probably experienced, because this is the same thing in the music world, uh, movie world, podcast world, whatever you want to call it. When we do our show, when we make our content, when we make our music, mm-hmm. we have... A general idea who who's going to want to consume this stuff that we're making, and we also have a general idea of who wouldn't, who doesn't like want. Right. So, like our show isn't really tailored to eighty-five-year-old Millie who likes yeah. to crochet and drink tea and watch the Golden Girls, right? Although yeah. Joyce is in the corner enjoying this every single episode. every single episode, she's not missed one except for the ones before. She her. doesn't judge anybody. No, take notes. But so, like when I when I do this show and I, I realize, like I've already come to terms. There's people out there. Are probably not going to like this right. fucking show, and I get it. Well, I don't like fun. every show that exists either. Like We're I not entitled to like anything no. that anybody right, exactly. likes. We're entitled to what we like. Right. So, like, when it comes to kids, this show, definitely not for children. Not for children. <laughs> you might have uh, children's sound effects, you Mentally know, like, like this, <laughs> and you might have this, but we're not tailored for child. It's also not our responsibility to mediate that That's for right. people. Right. So when we uh, actually, I think it was when we first moved into this house, and we were just beginning in the studio. We had an email from some lady who apparently had a—I forget what the name of this lady was—but doesn't matter. This is like three years ago almost. 
And so this lady emailed us saying, oh, my kid got somehow a hold of your, your show and was watching her YouTube videos. And we were, like, still new. And we had no idea how this person even came across her stuff because we were so brand new. It happens. I know. And that's what, that's what shocked me. But this lady was, like, complaining that we, were, we should tone it down and not swear because her child yeah. was listening. It's like, um, so first off, uh, it's not my responsibility what your kid watches. <laughs> right. That's your job as right. a parent. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, do remember this. I do remember this. <laughs> I'm like, dude, come on. Are you kidding me right now? I've had... Uh, Listen, see, little Susie, All of my music is on this. TikTok. <laughs> all of my music yep. that I've ever released from 2017 and now is on TikTok. I've seen... Because since I am the proprietor of my music, I see everything that anybody has ever used my audio in. Yeah. I've seen children, like, under the age of 10 making TikToks to my music and, like... <laughs> Sorry, not sorry, but I flag it every time. Yeah. Because I they don't need to be listening to it. They don't need to be making videos about it. I mean, one of them was honestly really fucking funny because it, <laughs> it was a video of this kid, and it's like his normal face, but it like his eyes split like a chameleon, and he's just like <laughs> staring at the camera with my song in the background. But <laughs> the song is about a serial killer from the 60s, and I'm like, dude, you don't need... Don't do that, please. Don't consume like, this information. I can't... I can't mediate what people right. do with my content. Right. I put it out there because it's not it's not even like relative to the fact of what I believe right. as a person. I'm telling a story. Yeah. It is I, I am reiterating things that have already happened. Yeah. I don't really make my music about myself whatsoever. Right. I, I'm super big into the true crime. Yeah. And the you know, paranormal and things like that. Like I just I make music about it. I do it, but it can anything could be taken in the wrong context, and I just don't want to accidentally manipulate somebody with my own content. That's why right. I like the freedom of of what we've been working on. It's just like it's it's a freeing experience to be able to talk about that type of stuff and not care let's, about what. Let's talk about it real quick. Can talk I, about what? Let me let me let me go ahead and announce. It. Oh shit! He's he's announcing. Everybody, pay attention. <gasps> okay. Ooh. So we we just recently had a song together come out called "Sell Your Chains," yes, which is the one we played earlier. Yeah, <laughs> we have a seven-song EP that is one hundred percent done. Okay, together, yes, we have an entire project that's ready to come out, and it's loosely based off of the clown epidemic that happened in two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. I remember this, where there was clowns running around everywhere. See, I'm from North Carolina, so I remember that shit. I remember seeing clowns on the side of the road, people dressing up and like ready to jump people in their cars. Yeah, it was a, it was actually a really big problem for our police department. It was a I, wild time. I remember that. Yes. So we made see. My boy right here my has, boy. has his clown persona. So I that figured... Don't come here with that with the ghost here. <laughs> ghost, ghost doesn't like clowns. Oh, I should have brought my oh. Richard, Well, he's not here anyways. Whatever. Does ghost have nipples? <laughs> I'll lick them too. Richard, uh, true. Uh, Richard true. Lee came in with a, a ghost mask. He had the ghost thing on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And ghost is like, nope, got to get out of here. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's loosely based off of just like the clown epidemic and yeah. things like um, you know killer clowns from outer space. Good movie. I, we have a song based off of um, anyways. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, it and uh, Terrifier. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we we definitely. 
that crazy movie got the, into the that the, crazy clown that like splits that dude in half with the chainsaw. Yeah, it's just I like to tell reiterations of stories. That's yeah. not how I think in my mind. It's just I'm drawn to it. See, I like so that. I like to express the art of it. So it was kind of like a, a pull for me to yeah bring out more of dead laughter. Like yeah. So he brought into the fact of like I just need to be one thing like I've gone by no thing extraordinary I've gone by Jerry motions but this time everything that I do is now dead XO laughter so that when I put out my heavier shit that's my solo stuff that's dead XO laughter the stuff that we're doing together that's dead XO laughter but they're two different sides you don't have to subscribe to one thing and that's the whole point of my entire business which is why whether you're a metal vocalist deathcore slam black metal I don't care what you're doing you're making shit that sounds like the weekend I want to work with you if you have the ambition we can do the weekend that's totally fine yeah no exactly but that's what I'm trying (laughs) to say what about the weekday we don't have to subscribe to one form of sound (laughs) Because I've pulled shit out of him that he didn't think that he had. Yeah, definitely. I I went to go scream for, like, one of the songs when we first did it. And he was like, bro, why I t- I are said you no. so quiet? I said, no, you're doing it wrong. He's like, you need to like, let you have it this all in you. go. And I'm like, all right. And I went to do it again. He's like, no, no, no. Scream. Right now. Do it. And like I, I pissed you off. Like I, like, like I fuck, stabbed okay. a family member. Yeah. I want you to put... I want you to put this emotion into what you're saying and what you're doing. I don't want you to just recite some lyrics. I want to hear it. I want to so feel it. With those seven songs, that's literally what you get from me, is this new, th- not new, this emotion that I didn't let out, uh, that I almost encased in myself for a while. And it's something you haven't subscribed to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's something you that had I just it didn't you. open myself up to until we really started to discuss it. So now with the seven songs or the song that's coming out on the 17th, you're going to hear this angry, visceral person. And yeah. haha, happy-go-lucky Jerry, <clears throat> he's still here, but I need to let all this shit out. Yeah. And you're going to feel it. Kind of like, like Alexa Bliss when she turned into the, uh, whatever that was. With the, the fiend. Yeah, the fiend. I love that. Well, what better way to do it through music? Right, exactly. Yeah. So I like your take on this, man. You're not just uh, you're not just using content from life. You're using content that's up here. Yeah, yeah. like it all comes from. I here. like that because, like I said, my life is boring. I do nothing with my time except for create. <laughs> see, people don't understand that. They like see us on here. They see people that do music mm-hmm. on stage and all mm-hmm. that. But little do they know that when it's all said and done, we're all human beings too. We're right? all people. When the cameras go off, when the, the guitars are done playing, the speakers are, are silent. We go back to yeah. our voices. We go back to our yes. depression. It's we almost overwhelming after a show. People come up to us yeah. and we're just, we don't know. I don't know how to handle it. Good question. Do you have the music on? No. no oh, okay. I thought, I thought I heard music. It's I was just like, in your heart. Yeah, see, you're so good <laughs> that he hears your music still playing. Uh, that's the new the one. Sound I don't know your if voice you hear is it. the only music we hear. <laughs> Listen, that's, uh, that's how special I am. Yeah. So another thing that's really cool about what Matt has, has really done with me is that when we first did Sell Your Chains, he brought me over to do uh, the vocals and write right then and there. Okay. It wasn't, hey, write this and be ready. It was, all right, here we go. We're going to write. Yeah, right now. We that's both just that's my writing and, process. So every song that you're gonna hear, that's that's exactly See, it. It's my writing organic. process is mainly I don't write anything unless the music exists. 
I don't pre-write anything. I make the beat. I make the music. I make everything in advance, and then I write to it. I like that. And when I have somebody record over in my place <clears throat> of work, I have them write to it, recite it, no rehearsals. You do it right there on the spot, or we don't do it at all, <clears throat> because that makes it real. Yeah, you well, have the time to change it and think about it. You can, you could. That song could be out for a year, and you'd be like, "Oh, I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently." Yep. That's not the way I want it. No, I want it organic. See, that's what I like about doing this show live. Yeah, I like it raw. Do real. it live. Yeah, seriously. Like, yeah. I like it raw. That's what she said. <laughs> real <laughs> and organic. Yeah, like I know a lot of people out there like to record. Yeah, they like to edit, splice, add this Cut in. shit out, produce. Yes. <laughs> but the problem is, though, is like I'm one of those people that are like in your face, real. I want it to be transparent, yes. and not only that, but like I like the interaction with people on here. So, like yeah. right now, we have Dom who says, Hi, "I want Jerry to teach me how to scream so bad." So, if I was recording yeah. this right now, huh? I wouldn't be able to, to tell you that because we yeah. wouldn't have been doing right. it live. Exactly. So that's that's the whole thing that people need to understand. Is like. What you just said, and we do it sometimes. I'm sure we go back and go. You know what? We should probably touch base on this. We forgot to talk but about it. Doesn't it. matter. Doesn't this matter. Is what we're doing right, right now. Exactly. That matters. That's what matters. That's my recording process. Yes. And I like. I don't that. want you to think about it. I don't want you to over contemplate it and think that you could have done better. We're gonna do it right then and right there, and that's how we're going to release it. And if we want to do it differently live, we can. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that's actually something. So I've been going through a lot of nonsense this last month. Okay. Yeah. I'm going through a lot of changes in my life. Wait, in, in life? In you're life. going through nonsense? Yeah. No life, way. Life and nonsense? But, like, when you go down, when you go down these paths that are, you know, dark, yeah. you know, mental health starts declining. You have to keep yourself going. Yeah. Um, honestly, though, like what you just said, you know, consistency is one thing that I always say. If I can't be consistent and if I can't make commitment, I'm not going to do it. Right. You know, yeah. like I had somebody reach out and tell me they, you know, they had something for me to do. And I was like, I, I don't think I can make that commitment. So I'm going to have to decline. It's nice that you like are real about that, too, because there are people that are like, well, I can do that. There's no problem. And right. then you're waiting for like months. And you're it's like, well, very mature you of yourself to say that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you, at least you're being real about, hey, I actually don't have the mental capacity or or the whatever, to hold all of what you want me to yeah. do right right now. I'm sorry, but that's that's awesome, man. You can Absolutely. ask him. I've said the same shit yep. to him. Yeah. He hit me up and be like, I'm not mentally capable of speaking you to speaking to you today. Yep. Yes. I'm just not able to. It's a mental thing. When day. you start being more transparent about yourself, shit will fall in place. Yep. And you're right. You know, there's times where I've had bad time, bad days where I've come on this show and just was a Debbie Downer, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I end the show going, you know, I should have just canceled. So yeah. there's that. And then what you just said, I don't want people to think about it. I just want them to do it. That's yeah, one thing right. I've also, within the last few weeks, within the last three weeks, I've been thinking to myself, okay, fuck thinking. If you think too much, you're probably not going to do what you're, you're thinking about. Yeah, you're then you overthink. overthink. Yep, That's exactly, exactly it. 100%. Just like you were saying. So I look at it this way. If you think too much, and this is also in Top Gun, this is also another reason why I thought about this, because he's right. If you think, don't just think. Just do. Just do. And I like that. Top Gun's a good movie, by the way. There, it there is. is no. I haven't seen the new one. The new one, yeah. I haven't seen ones. it. It's good, man. Good. Oh. I'll be honest with you. It's, it's better than the first. That's just my personal opinion. Wow. Really? That's my personal opinion. No, no, don't, no. That's awesome, don't though. Me. Like, you don't normally hear that. So. I know. Yeah. You don't, know, don't normally hear, like, 
the sequel was way better than the original. <laughs> right. But I think it's maybe because I look back at the other one and it's like it's an 80s movie. It's a little bit cheesier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's more action the, in this the one, high though. Five part. I'm just saying. I, don't get me wrong. The original's great. But, it brought um, us danger zone. Of course it <laughs> Right. Was I'm not going to sit here and bash it. But um, I did. <laughs> nope. Copyright. Copyright. No, no. No, no, no. Copyright. Uh, Jonah Hill, that yeah. shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but like, um, you know, it's funny though. Like, you know, just there's certain aspects of people's lives where, you know, you, you look at it like when it initially hits you, like, okay, something sucks, right? Say, you know, you, you your, your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend broke up with you, and you're like, in that moment, you're like, fuck, yeah. life sucks. This sucks major, you know, right. and it's just like, okay, at that moment in time, you go, okay. This sucks camel dicks. <laughs> no, it sucks phallic objects. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, like, I'm going to be transparent with you. You know, the last month, uh, a month ago, I was laid off, right? Yeah. So the company Me I worked too. with, yeah, dude, <laughs> I know I, I kept it quiet, but I'm, I'm also in the, in the process of transitioning into a new career. So I don't really worry about it as much. There you go. But at this point, um, it opens an opportunity. That's exactly it. Brand new. So with that being said, you know, it sucked. Now I took a week off, you know, drowning myself in my own depression and sorrows and sat on the couch for like a piece of shit. No, it's and, not and like a piece no, of no, shit. But it's here's, what you need. But that's the thing. Like, you know, people say that, but um, yeah, I was playing video games, probably eating shittier than I should have. And I did that for a week. Now I told myself a week's it. Okay. Once that's done, you get back to a routine, right? You get your ass back up and do shit. Now, all the while was I, as I was, as I was doing this, I also was applying for different positions. Yeah. So you can't just give up. If people are going through a layoff right now, and I know a lot of people probably are, companies are doing a lot of downsizing. They're consolidating mm-hmm. different things. They're eliminating different positions, which would happen with me. I was in management at the company I was at, and they decided that that position was going to be eliminated going further. Don't take long lunches. <laughs> I, to be honest with you, I never, never took a lunch. Never took breaks. Oh, really? No, dude. <clears throat> okay. So right. <laughs> that was a fast pace. You really got to do what you got to do. And yeah, then, yeah. you know. But anyways, <clears throat> you know, there's people out there that go through layoffs. And the one thing I like to do is get through it, not just for my own sake, but be, to be able to, in the future, be able to say, hey, listen, I was in your spot for right. like a while. Right. Right. Now, here's my advice. Take it with whatever you want to do with it. But here's what I've gone through. I hope I can help you in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Get through your uh, dark time in life. And just if you follow these guidelines, maybe it'll work for you. You know, I just the way, that's the way I look at it. You know, yeah. it sucked. Yeah. You know, I sat for a week thinking, oh shit, you know, and I was just, I was just, you know, moping. Not good. But as the end of the week happened, I was like, all right, it's time to get back to a routine, get back to the gym, start working hard, getting out there, doing these interviews and just get back to life. But you know, that's the thing. People don't understand. Like you can either make yourself or you can break yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's up it's to up you to, to you. make that to yeah. make that choice. Setting yourself in a state of lethargy is just it, it's detrimental to your own survival at some points. Once you reach a certain age, you start to realize that you're either going to be doing this and when what you think you're doing for a certain amount of time is going to be beneficial to you in your future, when it stops, it's almost like a brick wall. Yeah. Jumping over the brick wall and realizing that you like I've, every time I've ever lost a job, I give myself three weeks. Yeah, exactly three weeks. If I if I go past the point of three weeks 
where I can't be beneficial to my own character, I realize that I'm going to fall into a cycle of nothingness. Yeah. I'm going to be self-serving myself, and I'm not going to want to pursue anything further than that. Right. And that's that's been with, you know, mainly just my jobs. Like, I've recently, this year, I haven't been able to work. Yeah. I've not been able to do anything. So falling into the cycle and, like, trying to maintain the balance I've been trying to make as many connections as I can with people to try to keep myself out of just sitting in my own head. You don't want that because let me tell you, yeah. being stuck in your head is the worst thing you yep. can do. Yeah. You can ask you my are wife your days worst where I enemy. <sighs> yeah. And you are your own savior. And the dude. more in, no, no. <laughs> the thing is the more oh, no? the more intelligent you are, the bigger your downfall will be. If you're more mm. the the more self-aware of yourself that you are, the harder you fall. When you have more intelligent sense. outside of, like, most people hit this point in their life where they have an existential crisis and they realize, like, yo, what are we doing this for? Why are we doing this? Like, what most people say we have to make the point and the purpose for ourselves. Yeah. I truly just, I just don't think that that's the end of it. You, you really have to kind of push past that and realize, like, you know, I'm not wasting my time. Why do you think so many people? Yeah. Why do you think so many people are so harsh on themselves? Right. And like, I've yeah. been, I've been through it too. Like, I'm going, I've been going through that shit for a while though. Like, I mean, I, you know, I'm not perfect. I've been through a lot of hell. I mean, mm -hmm. my life isn't perfect, but I try to make it work like one day at a time. And that's the one thing yeah. I can appreciate about our, myself and. I know, and I think a lot of people should appreciate about themselves is that, like, you know what? You've gone through a lot of hell. You've been gone through a lot of shit. You've been used. You've been manipulated, you know, redacted. You know, there's so many things you can go on. But you know what? Here we are today living, breathing, enjoying each other's company. Like, we're still alive today. And I think a lot of people should focus on that and just be like, you know what? We're still here. And... You know what? The more we push ourselves, and I mean, it's okay to like have a, take a break once in a while, have a time to grieve. It's okay. Yeah. But you need to self evaluate, or else you're just going to stay in the same mindset that you've always been in. Very and, true. And even like sometimes, even going in the mirror, like there's been days like I literally like bawled my eyes out in the morning, like looking at myself in the mirror and just say, You're enough. You know how fucking hard, like, it's just like, it felt so, like, I felt different, like, yeah, after yeah. saying that. Like, I felt like I'm loving myself. Like, it's it's a, it's a very powerful feeling because, you know, a lot of times I've been told, like, you're not good enough, you're not this, you're not that. And it's like, I'm done hearing it so many times. Right. And then exactly. I told myself in the mirror, like, dude, love yourself. You're fucking amazing. You're a handsome young man. You can do this. And I literally just cried because it's like i gave myself some love that i needed so I think much. a lot of people hold that shit into yeah. way more than they should and it's let a, the shit out yeah least. i'm really glad that you shared that with yeah, us yeah i, I appreciate to me, it personally i believe that crying is one of the strongest things you can do for he yourself. told me to do that this week crying is not a weakness dude yeah the I, more you cry the more you understand about yourself yep. you can't hold that shit in there's this there's this barrier around toxic masculinity that I fucking hate. Same. Andrew Tate, all that no. bullshit. Yep. No, we're fucking people. We cry. We feel emotions. If you don't understand yourself, yep. you can't understand other people. 
Dude, same. Like, I've... And it's like, I even, like, in, like... I always say, like, music is the best medicine. Like, yeah, it, it is. And I've listened to some music that, like, literally brought me into, like... Transient, it it's a transient state. Mm -hmm. It yeah. lets you feel what you're unable to feel. And now it's just, like, after hearing it for a while and even repeating it and just letting it... Letting that emotion out, I feel much better. Yeah. It, it's like I'm like I feel like I'm healing myself a little bit. It just took a lot of strength for you to, to open up like that. So that's I appreciate it. See, that's what I like about the show. You definitely know. appreciate it. This is probably one of the more uh more uh you know, deep down on the on the more down to earth level episodes we've done in yeah. a while. Yeah. And that's what I like about the show. I always tell people, can you please just listen to maybe five to ten episodes right. and try to get your, you know, head in the It's not the same every it's single not. episode. Some some episodes we're in here just cracking jokes the whole time and that's it. Others are more like down tempo. You know, we talk about what's going on around the world. Or it's like this where it's deep down, yeah. down to earth, and that's what I like about it. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about my music too. That's exactly it. Not Hell every song yeah. is the same. I can't send you one song no. and say this is how I sound. <laughs> no. This is Cape it's Fear up, Butcher. It's no. up it's up for you to decide. <laughs> yeah. We were just, um, when you guys were coming into the studio, I was listening to Amenra. And, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people, listen, a lot of people uh, like you did, were like, oh, that's Malachi Black's theme music. Um, yeah, no, that's not only the music they make. They make acoustics, too, which is great. It's really? like, oh, dude. Bro. I so, might actually listen to that uh, at my shift later on because I yeah, really you should. enjoy the emotional <laughs> of it. And I think that's why Malachi has it. It's just visceral. You can feel. Thanks, yes. All of what he's doing, whether it's the instrumental, whether it's his screams, right. you can just feel it in a different way. Yeah, and that's what I like. I like variety. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, you know, when you watch the M-Bomb effect, you're just going to get dirty jokes, dark humor, <laughs> that's it. Now, we're going to have episodes where we talk about the paranormal. We're going to have episodes where we're talking about real-life situations like we just ex discussed right now. Yeah. You know, just take it as it comes. Don't just right. look at it as face, at face value. You know, it's like you said it with music. Like your music is not just all the time one side of this genre. It's, it's going to be another. all about perspective. Exactly. Again, we, we circle back to that. <laughs> <laughs> we circle back to that. But no, in seriousness, though, that's what I like about not just the art form, but just content in, in general. Yeah. Is you don't have, and I hate when people sit there and say, oh, you got to create a niche. A niche. Just do one thing. That's it. Don't and put that's me in a fucking box. I don't like that. I don't like Don't put me in a no. fucking box. I get claustrophobic. I don't like right? that. <laughs> you know, like when you start off podcasting, you start off podcasting like, oh, why don't you just do one topic and that's it? No. 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 I do what I want because it makes me happy. Yeah. There you go. I'm a human. I'm going to be able to experience and feel emotions. It's like, I'm sorry. Did you put all of this together with your own bare hands? No. Right. Suck right. my right. dick. Right. <laughs> well, you know, you always notice, though, that the biggest critics are the people that really never did anything outside of maybe working they didn't a open job. Themselves up, so they don't they, like and I'm never people. mad at them either. No, because they have room to grow. They have room to right. learn. You can't be so. There. You like when I when I have my own quote unquote haters. Yeah, I don't fucking hate them for not liking my music mm -mm. because do I mean do I like every form of music? Do I like everything no. that's on the planet that exists right now? No. Hell Everybody no. has their own opinions. They're formed by their own situations and their own mindsets, and they are entitled to that. Absolutely. And I saw your post about how people were saying some about a clean sound it's like okay but people don't understand that don't make content make music whatever yeah artists do things differently yeah okay uh i'll even go as far as to say do you remember grand theft auto lost in the damned do you remember that grainy filter that was on yeah. there 
People were bitching about that. Yeah. I myself personally didn't like it. I it turned was, it off. It was but, old school Grand Theft Auto, though. So yes. Like, I understood yeah. it, though. I totally understood it. It's a nostalgia you don't thing. Like it. Right. Well, it was that because you're in a to biker some game. Degree. It was um, gritty. There was a lot of metal music and there was a lot of violence in that yeah. game. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. I mean, what general oh, Grand Theft Auto is. But I'm just saying, this was yeah. a different <laughs> themed Grand Theft Auto. It wasn't, oh, I'm a mafia. Uh, whatever the hell in like vice city this was a biker gang that yeah. you were in and it was gritty like just that's why the grain filter was there and yeah. i understood it but me personally same thing with um it. i don't know if you remember the game manhunt yes manhunt uh, where it was just gritty grimy because it was filmed on a camera while you were just murdering all of these people and it was like oh this didn't cause anybody to kill anybody but you yeah. know let's blame doom <laughs> Can somebody remind why? me why the first one didn't get as much flack, but the second one was so controversial? Because I never played the, the second the one. The second one was way more visceral. Like, you could kill somebody and, and stab them in the first one. In, in the second one, they, like, zoomed in on the face that's suffocating. Under oh, the so they were more yeah. detailed. Yeah. There's a new game. in UK, so, like... Right, I remember that. Yeah, dude. There's a new game coming out called Tormentor that's kind of just like that. Ooh. Except, like, oh. you can buy people on the dark web to oh, send them. To your like, send them to this facility, and then you could like stream it on a tour browser, and then no, kind of like the quote, like red rooms. Yeah, look, the the shit about the dark web and tour browsers and onion links, it's all really fake. Wow, there's no such thing as red rooms. There's nobody's like live streaming death. But yeah, it's like the the game is kind of like based off of it. Like (laughs) when I when I like my second year into my career. I didn't upload any of my music to Spotify, YouTube, or SoundCloud or anything. I put my shit on the quote-unquote dark web. So I have music videos and three albums out there on a tour browser that you can't find unless you find the link by accident. I've seen it. You can't. <laughs> Damn. That's <laughs> crazy. <man>. Wow. <laughs> like, it, it's just like, it's the same thing as Manhunt. It's just like, you, yeah. you, you see that shit, and it's so visceral, and it hits people in a certain way, but... Can somebody tell me why the dark web is set up like Wikipedia? <laughs> it, it really is. It's just a giant browser. But like, like have crazy. you ever have you ever like been on tour? Oh yeah, dude. That's yeah, why. That's how I know go about through this. It. It's like you just scroll through it and you copy and paste the link and yeah. you go through Onion. It's like unless you have the link, you'll never find it. No, because it's ever changing. It always yeah. changes. It's allowing you, you see, to do like it if you my can. version of Patreon is the dark web and OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, when the money is yeah. right. Only butchers. <laughs> Only butchers. When the money is right, the I'll money do is that. Right. But I got a lot of shit out there on tour. I got about like 90 songs oh, out so there on Onion Links that you just got to find by accident. Angela says, I dated a guy that went to a red room. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Went to a red do room? tell. Can uh, maybe... I don't know. I don't. I don't want to force anything. But if you're, a, uh, if you feel comfortable yeah, enough to yeah. talk about this, please call in. Interesting. Yeah. I would like to know more about this. Um, yeah. So I never really got into the red room things. I. So when I went to the dark web, I was like just browsing. Obviously, yeah. I wasn't going to click on anything that it's I knew. Just right. below the surface internet. I didn't That's really. All it is. Yeah, I didn't really want the FBI to when, come knocking on my apartment door at that dark point. Dark web. Do we mean 4chan? Because no, I've no. Seen 4chan no. is no. surface web. It's surface web. So the, the the whole concept of dark web is like here's the internet, here's what we have, and then below that is it's kind of like an iceberg that trickles down. Yeah. Okay. It trickles down and then uh, it, it leads into some crazy things. Like there's literally services on the dark web where you can buy people's credit card information. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's insanity. Like the, the shit about like red rooms and like hiring hitmen and shit, it, it's not real. They're hmm. all FBI honeypots. If anything. The FBI yeah. set it up and then you buy it and then they <laughs> show up to your house and, and steal everything that you have and like rob sounds, you. Sounds of about your right. Sounds freedom. about right. Yeah, it's not it's not really that <laughs> it's not really real, but like right. I mean that's not to say that there is shit out there that right. is incredibly real because yeah. I'm not going to go into it. I was going to say, we've discussed yeah, that. I'm not going to go into it, but yeah, there's definitely <laughs> shit I can believe out there it. off the internet that's completely real. But anything yes. you find on like Tor yes. and Onion Links, it's it's mostly just like... I could believe it. I could totally believe that shit. Yeah. I love the range in this episode, by the way. It's like, we've <laughs> talked about so many different things. Well, that's why I like doing it's this. awesome, dude. I don't want to box myself or anybody else right. on this show in one specific thing. Like... Some people might come in here and just think, oh, I'm going to talk about me music and that's it. Yeah. No, I like to open the mind. I like to break the ice and say, hey, yeah. listen, I want to hear about you guys. Don't get me wrong. But I also want to hear your feedback on like this issue or what's yeah, your ideas on issues. this. And I like that. See, that's what I like about the show is there's so much opportunity here to not only just have this discussion about this, but that. Yeah. It's not just one yeah, thing. Yeah. So, and I think I hope, and I hope maybe that people that are brand new to listening to this, that opens a door for them to say, Hey, I can listen to this on my drive to work. Yeah. I can listen yep. to this in the gym, you know, or, or just tune in live and talk to us as it happens. Like, that's what I like. So yeah, I get where's it. Our pizza, by the way. Oh, your pizza. Yeah, where's my pizza? I don't know. Um, I do remember hearing something about a pizza, and we had a phone call about a pizza. Yeah, we wanted that M bomb special. And yeah, and then I heard still not in our. Well, position. I thought I thought they were asking if we were marks or something, but then at the end of it, I heard this. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Get back on the Sounds so fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> I love that. That's funny. <laughs> and watching Yo. you guys crumble. <laughs> dude, dude I was. Is, is everybody okay? Please give us confirmation <laughs> that well, no one died. Dude, I was. Like, that was perfect. That dude, was funny. dude, I was dying when I heard that. I was like, what the fuck just happened? That shit was all improv. None of that shit was planned. Dude, so, that was beautiful. I, I, dude, I give you fucking 100% props for that shit, dude. Oh, oh my God. So, so let me ask you a question. I need to ask a question. Okay. Are you ready? Got to raise your hand, right? Yeah. Like school. This is the ASMR. Yeah. ASMR. Yeah. Effect episode. <laughs> Don't forget the gum smacking. This is Cape Fear Butcher. How do you feel about aliens? Ah, well, I was going to save this for, uh, I was going to take a quick break because. Uh, oh, we can take a quick break. This, and this then we'll water. Get, yeah. Oh, he we'll, needs more water. He needs to stay hydrated. He needs some milk. Well, how long do you want to stay on for? We can do this. I'm good. For, I know. I have, I have no prior six, plans. Other than that, we're totally fine, man. Okay, it is 30 is actually what, what when my shift starts. But. Okay. No, he's like 18 minutes away from work. I got him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine. We can. We, we got to go against this. the water bridge. Okay. Let's talk about <laughs> aliens after our quick commercial yes. break. All right. Yes, we will uh, come back. We'll talk about some aliens and all that back. stuff. And uh, when we do that, you'll be weirded out because that's what we do here on the show. We're so don't talk about aliens. Don't go anywhere. Aliens. We will be right back after this. Hang on. Love you. The M-Bomb Effect will be right back. Want to become legendary? Then get yourself into Legends 24-7 Gym. Located at 2175 Empire Boulevard, Webster, New York. Sign up today at Legends247Gym.com 
You can grab your key fob during staffing hours, then get yourself a pump in at any time of the week. Sign up right now and get legendary. The show will have you feeling as if you're going down 490 with no legs and a wheelchair. <laughs> Just try not to get hit. Back to the show. Man, it looks like everybody had to use the bathroom, eh? Everybody had to piss. Man, it was a uh, it was a crazy time. It was a rush for five minutes there, and uh, during the break here, and we all just rushed for the bathroom here. French fried taters. What do you got over there, man? <laughs> well, I brought snacks. I don't know who eats gummies. Oh, uh, but pizza? <laughs> pizza for you. Pizza. Oh, there's the pizza. There, there's this a burger is the pizza, for you, sir. Yo. This is the pizza we've been waiting for. Would you like a hot dog? He's good. Bro, uh, I got have, me a Krabby Patty, we man. We also have fries, and uh, if you'd like a Coke. Pepsi okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pepsi's totally fine. You can choose whatever this is for yourself. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Awesome. Good job, guys. But yeah, I bought these at the uh, local uh, grocery store slash bait shop. Oh, you got the master bait shop? That was down the road from your house. And I was like, well, I should bring some snacks for the Mm. boys. So... Well, we appreciate the gesture, man. Thank yeah, you. Course, yeah. You brought us the pizza we've been asking for. <laughs> That's what we've been asking for. I brought the pizza. <laughs> I know. The guy who called in, got the. he brought the pizza. Not even the pizza shop. Eat some fries. So, you know, as uh, you're going to eat some fries. Oh, wow. That's a shot's fired. I'm having myself McDonald's. a Krabby Patty, man. Uh, shot's fired. Oh, so... You wanted to talk about aliens, and we're going to talk about aliens. Yes, we promised please. you all this is what was going to happen after the break, so let's let's make that happen as it happens here live on the Embalm Effect. I got theories and speculations. I can't wait. Oh, all right. Evil. Let's... Evil. Got my Krabby Patty right you got, here. Yeah. You got the Krabby Patty, hey? Well, Nikki says, tell Matt to drink water, please, or he's going to be grounded. Well, oh, Matt. Oh, shit. Um, Groundations. Listen to me. I have water right here. Oh. I bought it because oh, I knew shit. you'd say that. He did, I, too. I knew you would say that, and he I did. have water. He specifically bought it for that reason. See, he, he's, he's prepared. He Love knows. you, friend. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. Hey, first rule of Boy Scouts, man. You always come prepared. Always come yeah. prepared. Always come. You got to be prepared. Just always come. Just come. That's yeah. it. Come always. everywhere. Over everything. <laughs> yeah. Glaze it. Glaze it. <laughs> Do you think people come when they get anally probed by the aliens that we're about to talk about? Don't glaze your glizzy. <sighs> no. <laughs> As I'm drinking a can. I almost made him spit. <laughs> he don't swallow. Glizzy? The glizzy glizzy? The fucking glizzy. Dude, I hate that the term so much, but it's still used. Yeah, people use everything. <laughs> nah, it's pretty fire. I like It's fucking glizzy. lit, huh? It's I like it. <clears throat> I guess it's better than that? a hot dog. Do people say that anymore on Fleek, fam? Did people say that? Fleek? Or, oh, yeah. Let's not. Okay. No. Oh, we're, we're bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, well, let's not let's not bring that back. We don't want to bring that fucking you cancer shit. You know, that term's shit. ballin', bro. <laughs> 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 fucking okay. wildin'. Aliens. Fucking aliens! Let me open with a statement from uh, some kind of fucking famous philosopher that did some shit that's way smarter than me. Perfect. Perfect. Good yeah. setup. Oh, exactly. <laughs> we're... 
either the we're there's either a shit ton of aliens or we're the only ones, and both of them are equally terrifying. Yeah, both of them are equally terrifying realities. There's either a shit ton of aliens. Or we're the only ones, and what we have is, like, super fucking rare. Do you think, in any way, <clears throat> given shape or form, do you think that we derived our existence? Like, do you think we exist because of aliens? Possibly. Possibly. I, I, I open my mind to the idea of it, mainly because there's such a giant time of where we were what we were. With within the past five thousand years, we've had written language, okay, understanding <clears throat> of just concepts of writing things into history. Yeah, I really don't think that there was a point in time where we existed for a hundred thousand years, and within the past five to six thousand years, we have completely jumped to what we are now. In the past hundred years, we have exponentially more technology than we have now yeah it's just just not possible i agree i feel like we must have been monolithed by something or i i just don't feel like the natural i feel like the process of evolution like the theory of evolution is wrong i i do too to a point you know and i understand like but again i'm open-minded i like to hear different things do I believe some somebody in the sky snapped their finger and there was a man and a woman? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I believe I, until proven no, no, guilty. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe in that. So no. I mean, it, I don't know. Who am I to say? You know? I mean, if if God did exist, I mean, he he at least did something with the process. What I like to, I wouldn't say chalk it up to, but the theory of evolution does not disprove the existence of a god. <laughs> It proves the existence of our species. Yep. It does not mean that some form of higher power did not monolith anything that we have in our own space of knowledge. Right. So, I mean, the Darwin could be right. We all came from monkeys. Everything just happened by happenstance. And like, if you think about why aren't dolphins walking on land? Why right. aren't lizards? They're, they're fucking aren't intelligent lizards fucking as fuck, around? though. Exactly. And like, the, the, there was a study with dolphins where they fucking gave them LSD that's to try to to try to teach them English but the lady that was taking care of the dolphins kind of like jacked them off and then she got fired (laughs) the program program got shut down that's gonna mess with anybody who's yeah no I mean what what I'm I'm saying is is like uh, a lot of people especially you know from like the 30s to the 80s in communist countries yes said that the theory of evolution was mostly predominant but it doesn't they were trying to use that as an excuse for like the existence of a higher power mm-hmm. right. it doesn't prove that there's no god it proves the fact of how we came to be yeah. there could be something could like, be. there there are speculations from the the new the new telescope that's out there okay that contradicts the Hubble telescope of how there are different light <clears> waves <throat> and forms from galaxies that we thought you know like every star we see in the sky is already dead right all the light comes to us thousands and millions of years later right but there are some forms of constellations and stars in the sky that have not changed in density or brightness since we launched the lost satellite which people are trying to disprove the big bang theory 
at this moment in time because Did, of that. Didn't they? Um, um, I think one of the NASA, what uh, uh, one of their programs did is um, they actually used um, sound waves. They can actually you yeah. can actually listen to the shit, black hole shit that happened thousands of years yeah. ago. We could we can hear it through radio waves. It's, it's that, the same thing as like with the Hubble telescope and other things. Like we put a gold record in that shit was transcripts of like the Beatles up in space. Yeah. So it's just floating through space. So anything that picks up on that radio frequency can listen to the Beatles, Beatles like a hundred thousand years from now. Do you think because this is all frequencies in some some aspects, yeah. right? Even the radio yeah. that we listen to in our cars, but even yeah. the internet, those it's, are frequencies. It's all disgusting. transcribed out. It doesn't. It's it's kind of like light. Nothing reflects off itself until it bounces off <clears> another <throat> physical object. So, so that radio wave can continue forever until it's transmitted into something, yeah. which is how we have things like the, the Great Blip, how we thought we heard something from deep inside the ocean. It could have been something from millions of miles away from us. See, that's crazy. And it's even more crazier to think that when aliens start listening to the M-bomb effect, they're going to actually make Joyce a god thinking that she is going yeah. to take their legs. If god. they yeah. don't... <laughs> If they don't, uh, all hail, mighty Joyce. Remember me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just insane to think, though. Like anything that we do here now could be, you know, it's almost like a time capsule it for extraterrestrial existence. It could or couldn't be. Yeah, we don't know. Right. Like, that's the thing. It's like, to me, do I think our species was possibly monolith by a higher creation? Maybe. 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 Possible. I'm not going to say no because it is it, it is it's reasonable. Out there, right? It's reasonable to think of it's it. It's a theory. Because our civilization jumped within the past 10,000 years versus a million years in the blink of an eye. We've only been writing history for about 5,000 years, which is absolutely nothing compared yeah. to how long the Earth has existed. We so came from primates. A, if there's a civilization <clears throat> out there beyond our star, maybe maybe we're alone in our galaxy. How many billions of galaxies are out there that we know of that are expanding past the point of creation? We don't know what the point of creation is, so... And aren't we all made of stardust? Technically, we there have... There technically like, is, because there, the, the theory of, like, there's only a certain amount of atoms and, like, molecules that are created at the point of existence, as we like to call it. There's... No theory that suggests that they can be recycled or recreated. So everything is technically recycled, which comes back to my theory of why the paranormal is the way it is, because everything is put onto its surrounding area. So uh, there could be aliens in our dimension, but, you know, like the gray aliens, they could just be living in a different spectrum of light that we can't see. And they appear to us in different waveforms of light that we can see, which is why we have sightings and UFOs and things like that. I mean, UFOs don't technically mean there's a existence of just like it just means unidentified, unidentified flying objects. Exactly. They're, they're, what are they now? They they changed the definition of UFO. Yeah, it's unidentified aerial UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. Okay, interesting. That is interesting. I didn't hear about that one, so that's a new one to me. Yeah. So with that thought process of like the aliens having something to do with us being existing in this world, like, I kind of like to think that like they're when they take us up to their whatever home that, world, that they're kind of checking on the the rats of the experiment, if you will. Possibly. I mean, if you think about it, if, if another intelligent species comes to our planet, we're the aliens to them. Right. True. We right. are not, we are foreign to them. 
everything is foreign to anything that we don't know as natural in our own experience. Hmm. So, like, before I met you, you were an alien to me. Extra extraordinary, or what was no, it? No thing yeah. extraordinary. Yeah, that's that's you, you had tongue your, awesome. You had your you had your own concepts and your own thoughts of who you are in your head, and I didn't get to experience that until I met you. Mm. That's the same with every stranger. So if any creature or anything, uh, any extraterrestrial body, like we call it extraterrestrial because it's not from the Terra, the planet that we're on. Anything outside of that is foreign to us, so that's we wouldn't be able to cool. conceive it. See what you just brought up there. Um, I like what you said. I, I didn't know you existed or whatever. The, what you had in your mind is somebody I didn't know. Yeah, it's a preconceived and, notion. And it's funny because like people don't understand this, and they don't. Or maybe maybe not people. Maybe people don't think about it as much. No, not at all. I, is it a Japanese um, philosophy that nobody knows the true you? There's like three different sides. One people see. One people don't see. And, and the then, one that you perceive yourself as. Yes. Yes. So I like that. And I always looked into that. And it's, it's true, though. Yeah. Think yeah. about it. So, you know, say you're working at a cash register, and the person that you're interacting with sees you as the cash register that they see before mm -hmm. them. But they don't see what happens eight hours after the fact when you're at home yep. doing whatever you're doing. It's all about perception. Exactly. And, like, and not even that. Like, your family even. They don't mm -hmm. see what happens in, inside here. Like, okay. you perceive yourself as somebody that, actually, to be honest with you, that's one version of yourself that right. nobody else will see because yeah. they see you as somebody completely different. That's what's so cool about, like, the, the shadow work. Like, you are looking at the deeper parts of yourself to figure out who you actually are as a person. If you don't do that work, right. you're just going to be this one-dimensional 3D person. It also makes it harder for you to express yourself to, to your family, and yeah. your friends, the yeah. people that you keep close. They have an ideal of you in your head, and when you express something outside of that idea, they become judgmental about it. I oh, totally yeah. understand that one. Yeah, uh, which, you know, I, I for a long it while... It is what it is. <laughs> for a long while, I just shut myself in. I didn't talk to anybody about what I was going through. I yeah. didn't tell anybody that I was doing this. I didn't... It just... I, I didn't say that I felt this opinion about this because it was like, well, they disagree with it or they, I don't care anymore. If you disagree with what, I, then that's your opinion. That's that fine. doesn't mean that I have to change. And they're entitled to it. Right. But that doesn't mean that I have to change who I am as a person nope. because you disagree with what I am. So I've come up with, that, bro. I've come up with a conclusion, like me, myself and I, it's not, and this goes for everybody. It's not my responsibility for what offends somebody or what somebody disagrees right. with me with. No. It's not my responsibility mm -hmm. for your emotions. I think a lot of people in this day and age have glass mm -hmm. emotions based off of just even social media in itself. And, and what I've seen on social media is, you know, just one simple word can set someone off. And it's like, okay, yeah. but even that person with that with that comment that they made might not even be meant to be malevolent or anything like that. Right. It is a very tiptoey world we live in. Yeah. yeah, 100%. What I think is happening, though, is with social media – and all the above, it's amplified. Because back in the day, we didn't have all this, yeah. you know, easily accessible information. We didn't, you know, say... We, we did didn't, whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> well, that, we didn't, like, we didn't interact with each other in the way we're interacting with each other now. We're not seeing people's faces otherwise, other, other than profile pictures. Right. But yeah. we're seeing text. Right. And when we see text, we don't really associate that with a person yeah. behind that text. So we just go and just 
full-on rage mode. Oh, I can't believe you said this. But if you did that in real-world terms, if you did it at Tim Hortons or a Dunkin' Donuts right. or a McDonald's, and you heard somebody say something that offended you, I guarantee fucking tea that that person that was offended won't say a single word to that person that mentioned nope, anything. They'd stay mm, quiet. Yep. Exactly. They would not say a damn word about it. Oh because God. at that point, you're not dehumanizing them. You see them as they, who they are. They're a person. Yeah. yeah. I will say this. Uh, this actually kind of remind, uh, reminds me of a quote. Uh, it's actually on a song. Uh, who is a f- who's familiar with Pussifer? Pussifer? I like you. Uh, is that what this, it is? There's a reason why I love you Peter already. James Keenan Prog deck outside of a perfect circle. Oh, the other one. The other project. The other project. The other project. I'll be honest with you. This is why I love you, man. Perfect Circle and Tools, as far as I went, I didn't really dive into that. I honestly 13 Step is my favorite from them. I'll check them out. I prefer Perfect Circle over Tool. Hot take. I'll be honest with you. Same. I like Tool, don't get me wrong, but a Perfect Circle, I listen to more. I I feel like Tool should be an instrumental band. I respect Tool. Well, yeah. I mean, you got Adam Jones and fucking Danny Carey, man. Alex Gray. Alex, oh, Alex, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like all their music. Justin Ch- Chancellor, too. But yeah. I did listen to a lot of a, a Perfect Circle, especially in high school and all that stuff. I listened to a lot of th- They got the a things. lot of metaphysical shit. Yeah. There you music. go. Oh, yeah. Look at that. He's got, he's got the... Math knife. Yeah. He's got the knife. there. I'm going to put quotes around it. Um, but what was I getting at? Um, you guys were talking about like perspectives and stuff like that. Um, oh, uh, the quote from Pusifier. You said that... Yep. Um, if you heard the song simultane- simultaneously, mm-hmm. um, there's a quote that really speaks about this. We will not know world peace until three people can simultaneously look at each other straight in the eye. Mm. World peace. Um, it's a difficult topic. I mean, well, I'm just saying it goes back to philosophies that are thousands of years old. Yep. Can well, I, can I just take a hot take here? Yeah, world peace is impossible. It is because at this day and age, especially. Let's circle back to the extraterrestrial possibility. So there is a lot of speculation that unless we are all one race, one unified entity, one religion, one belief system, we will not be part of an intergalactic species. And as long as we are divided, we will not be put into that aspect of being able to leave this planet. Yeah. Um, there, it, I, I like to think of the idea of um, there was a deity in Egyptian culture called Thoth. Okay. From the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, there is a book discussion. that is a derivative from the, the Book of the Kabbalion, which okay. is like the golden rules of kindergarten. Treat others the way you want to be treated. You know, love thy neighbor. All things that were taken from the Almost tales. Almost like the Ten Commandments. It was taken from the tales of Gilgamesh that were translated into the Bible. That makes sense. Thousands of years ago, like about around about 900 years before Jesus ever walked this Yeah, that makes sense. There is this term that Thoth liked to use that said the downfall of human existence was the existence of written language. When things were no longer passed on through word of mouth and everything was open to interpretation. When you leave things open to interpretation and you don't have a single focal point of where that knowledge came from, then knowledge is destroyed. Everything is open to perception up at that point. Everything was chiseled on the fucking stones. And when they started doing that, 
they realized that the the tales that they were passing down from past generations, the knowledge that we've lost from civilizations before Babylon, are just lost. It's gone. It's like so, tele- it's like telephone, basically. So if I tell you one thing right now, and I tell you to recite it to me ten years later, <laughs> will you remember exactly how I told it to you, or would Probably- your mind perceive what you want to hear, right. and then only cherry pick the things in between it? <sighs> They, yeah, it's I hard mean, that to make, tell. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to answer that question because it leaves that blank. Yeah, you have no idea of, what to say, so you have to like add it in. Exactly, it's, 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 cool it's the same thing with memories, back. how we perceive things. Yes, it, it's it all circles back to that. We could all think the same thing about each other, and ten years from now, we won't remember the exact same conversation we had unless we watched it. It's exactly what I was like gonna say is um, like the, again with the Bible. Right? How many different translations happen over the thousands of years of its existence? Oh, so many. There's so, technically four. Right. Four main ones that made it. Right. King James and all that. Yeah. Um, but regardless of all that, it, again, it, again, it goes back to the, the game telephone. Yeah. yeah. Perception and all that. So I think it's interesting. And what you said there, again, with the, uh, you know, we're not going to remember what we talked about today in 10 years unless we go back and listen to it. That's another thing about this whole project that, that yeah, I have here. Is we that. can we can exactly mm-hmm. go back to this date, watch the show ten years from now in twenty thirty two, and, and go, question our own perspectives on what we were saying. Yes, and we might have even learned a lot exactly. in that given time, and we learned little. It, that's what I mean. Like so, that's what I like about this is that we can go back and it's just like, not only is this a podcast, it's like a documentation. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It is. So I, I do enjoy that aspect. So of it. yeah, one thing that was really cool about that act, act that whole thing is like um. So with the the perspectives thing, when I did the home song, the home uh, th- that was like the deepest, realest thing I ever did. Yeah, I was telling myself to get the hell out of this hole that I was in in my head to become the person that I am now. Yes. Now listening to it, I'm listening to a totally different person than I was listening to when it was recorded, and I thought that that was really cool. That I like, I was talking to myself without talking to myself. Yes. Uh, just. That type of, of thought process is really interesting. That's why I don't like any of my my old music, because that's who I was, not that's, who yeah. I am now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't listen to it. I don't like to recite it. It's hmm. all about evolution, man. Uh, yeah. Vinny, Vinny uh, says, "Mind freak. Mind freak. Mind freak. Mind freak. Dude, that should be like a segment, dude. Like mind yeah. freak, just just be deep down and just like talk just about deep philosophical shit. shit Fuck yeah. Again. I'd yeah. be down. It does not feel like we've been doing this for two and hours. No, no, it's minutes. been a really oh, in depth because conversation. the conversation has been very thought provoking. No, not even thought. No, just consensual. It's been, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. It's been, yeah. We're it's just, beautiful dialogue. We're having it, here. It today. really yeah. is. Like I could be cracking jokes the whole time, but honestly, I don't want to because we don't need I, to. No, we don't need There's to. There's substance. Here. There is something here that I actually enjoy expressing, not only just in just discussion, but just in my mind. Just okay, yeah. You know, you're you're saying things that really like it makes you think. Okay, that's a cool way of thinking about this. Right. Even when it comes to like aliens and all that. And then there's no judgment yeah. on top no. of that. It's literally never judgment. Oh, that's really cool that you said that. I'm gonna think about that. Not, right. How could you think that? You sound like Are a you fucking serious? idiot. You really think that CM Punk right now? This is a fucking work. Even Are you we, fucking stupid? Me, <laughs> yeah. Even if we did, we can talk about it. Honestly, I'm not gonna uh, like right. you any less right. because of your opinion. Right. See, exactly. that's just it. Like, and again, going back to people who criticize you, it's like. 
they don't even they can't relate to something like if they're not even a musician themselves, but yet they criticize your content. Yeah. They go, Matt, your shit sucks, but they have no no substance of themselves to say, okay, yeah. I did this or whatever. It and, never bothers and me. Exactly, and I like that. People I, don't know how to really critical like criticize. Honestly, like there's critical criticism, and like people think that like they oh well we're just we're just criticizing. Listen, there's a way you can criticize what you're doing. You're just being a dick. If you want to really criticize someone, you could gotta like tell tell them things that you like about them. You gotta be like, I like this, I like that, I really like what you're going. You yeah. you gotta like bring them up. Just be add one little detail that they could like maybe tweak a little it's bit. It could be something what, small. What I like to do with uh, bands that play when even before then, I would literally come up to them and be like, Look, I loved what you did. I really like that you did this and this like exact part and that you you did this and this and this and they were like oh thank you very much for bringing this up instead of that was great you guys did great see you later it is not our job to change anybody's art form exactly no right there exactly Again, you're right art form is expressive and we have no business dealing with any form of change right. in it. yeah we i can mean give criticism of it there's a difference in between attacks and criticism right. exactly and going yeah yeah, you have to be very well aware of yourself yes, to absolutely. give criticism. If you like, because most of the people that try to ex that you try to give criticism to see it as an attack. It's like uh, yeah. going back to your 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 uh, your post that you posted about the the clean sound. Yeah, somebody out there might think, okay, this is this should, should sound professional. Mm -hmm. That's what, fine. But you know what? To be honest with you, what is professional? Right. Right. Oh my. Professional I don't is the know. ability and the mental energy you put into your product. Exactly. Professionalism doesn't is not scaled by money. It's not scaled by numbers. I know a lot of people that are very focused on how many people are watching, how many people are streaming this, this, that, and the other. I have the numbers in my case, but I don't care about them. I would rather have 15 dedicated followers than 3 million streams. I'll be honest with you. You know, it's like doing the show. We're slow growing. We've been around for three years. I mean, we, we do yeah. gain listeners, and it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy. And we're going to we're gonna grow more, and we're going to evolutionize yeah. more. And you guys know about the algorithms. You all focus or face yeah. it, mm -hmm. and you you understand it. So I, I like to be able to, to relate to that. Yeah. You, know? you just need the people to back you about it. Yes. You need people that are going to stick by you and really see your evolution through it. They, If you don't have that solid fan base around what you're doing, it's going to fail no matter what. Yeah. So you can advertise as much as you want. You can get on Spotify playlists. Yep. You could pay people for advertisement. Right. It won't fucking matter because after that next month, they're not going to be there unless they truly enjoy what you're doing that's why when i when i try to promote myself i don't like to just be like hey this helps out the algorithm would you would you listen to this really quick and just give me your yeah. i'm like so how like, about just talk to me like a human yes how about yeah. not just sending me a song and being like hey when you get a chance just just listen to this how about ask me how i'm doing first because yeah. i know that you're probably struggling too and yeah. if we could be a human to each other exactly that's what i i want then i'll listen to what you're sending yeah let, have yeah. a but, human connection first right. at least yeah. because that's the whole point of this shit is a human connection at some point in time it goes beyond human connection though and that's what a lot of people <laughs> don't realize they want to have that strong fan base but there's a point in time where you can't connect to everybody yeah, who is listening 100%. to you and that's where a lot of people falter. 
they fail in that aspect because they realize that, oh, shit, this is becoming too much for me. And that's when people go to record labels. That's when they go yep. to endorsement deals. Don't be like Kanye and West. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it's, it goes it goes back to what you were saying and even what I was saying. Uh, what you do isn't going to be pertain to old lady Millie. Right, mm-hmm. eighty-five years old. She's not going to listen to. She's not going to listen to Kate Fear Butcher. She's not right. going to listen to Dev Lasher. She's definitely not going to watch the Embalm Effect. <laughs> if she does, I'd like to hang out with. Yeah, her. Please. That's yeah, cool, right. Cool lady. <laughs> and I'm not saying that that that's going to be. I'm not trying to generalize that kind of person. Yeah. What I'm saying though is that like when it comes down to it, like what we do is content creators, whether it be music, whether it be videos, whether it be you know anything, it doesn't matter. the The fact of the matter is, people focus too much on the. The number aspect. The metrics. Mm-hmm. The metrics. So if I was to say, I mean, I could, and I'll be honest with you, podcasters don't last. They yeah. might last oh, one. Yeah. They might last between one and ten episodes and quit because they're not seeing the listeners. They're not seeing people yeah. tuning in. And honestly, you know, is it hard at times? Absolutely. This is not an easy gig. I'm spending money to run this show. Yeah. I'm not making right. money on it, right? People don't see that though. They it's don't also see those mental little... strain as well. Like, oh yeah. well, yeah. as much as I don't care about the numbers, it still takes a toll. That I'm like, well, yeah, no one's watching this episode. Why yeah. aren't they watching this episode? Should I change something? Should I not change something? Should I be my? It, it's a lot. Yes, as dedication is worth more than currency in my eyes. D e a d dedication. But again, I go back to what I said earlier about consistency. And commitment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have any type of, if I knew in my mind that I could not commit to this every Saturday, I mean, not every Saturday, there's going to be times where we have times off, right? right. But I'm saying being on a consistent basis and having that commitment to at least most Saturdays, right? Mm-hmm. And if anything changes, I'm upfront with the people that want to listen to the show right. and I'm upfront with our fans. I'm upfront with anybody that wants anything to do with the show. Hey, listen, something's going to change. I'll let you know. I keep you updated. Because I'm not one of those people that just sit in the silence and let everybody just go, hmm, what happened to that guy? Right. What happened yeah. to uh, the, the, the show that we used to watch with Austin and all those guys? Um, uh, I'll be honest with you. I'll let you know when something happens. And I'm sure as a music as a music creator, you do the same thing. You know, I know there's different musicians out there that ghost people for, for years. Yeah. I have a... I have a um I have a certain, I guess, allegory for it. Okay. Um, have you ever tried herding cats? No. Herding cats? What? Herding cats. H-E-R-D. Have you ever had to try to make seven cats do the same thing at the same time? I, uh, no. no it's never, impossible. I bet. No. It's the same thing as being in a band. It's the same thing as having business conglomerates that are not on the same page as you. You have five so members if, that don't if want you, to do the same if, thing. If you, yeah, that's why I don't make music in a band anymore i did that i've been in several bands i've toured the country i've been through that i don't want to do it anymore what i want That's to fair. do is be the only cat yeah there you so go so when you have several cats that are trying you you like literally go to a shelter adopt five cats no, tell them you. to do the same thing at the exact same time and tell me how good it goes for you it's the same thing with people and relationships. You, Create a pyramid, you, kitties. Everybody is different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody is different. Everybody has their own mindsets and everybody yeah. has their own schedules. It's impossible to get everybody to do the same thing at the same exact time. Well, and like we were talking about earlier, like uh, the whole narcissist, like everybody at some point is a narcissist. They Well, here's the thing. They have to You be. don't want to get me started on that. Oh, I do. Okay, well, my opinion <laughs> of it is, is that... 
If you are a narcissist that does not admit that you are a narcissist, if you can't self-identify the fact that you are being selfish for yourself, it is incredibly detrimental to the people around you. If you realize that, yes, sometimes being being self, I feel like there's this, like, negative connotation around the word. Yeah, stigmatism. Mm -hmm. Around the word selfishness. Being selfish for yourself is one of the best things that you could possibly do as a human being. It's called but self-care. You Yes, but a lot of people blend the line in between self-care and selfishness. Mm. So if you are a narcissist and you truly believe that you are the best, you are doing what you can do, but you put that off on other people and you form this complex in your head that you can't benefit other people but you truly believe that you're benefiting the lives of everybody in your life without accepting the fact that you you're not the center of it right it's it's dangerous yeah so like to me i feel like i am narcissistic at some points in times in my life and i feel like there's like 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 he said there's a negative trail that comes behind the words selfishness and narcissism Absolutely. It's good for you at some points in time, but you have to be able to be humble about it. If you can't be humble, then you're not a narcissist. You're just a piece of shit. Bitch, be humble. Well, that's just it. Um, and <laughs> I agree. I know. You know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name drop anybody. I'm not even gonna mention the situations. Very proud of you. But I'm gonna say <laughs> we've been seeing this unfold in the last yeah. month or uh-huh. two, and we know who's who. Uh-huh. We know what's what, and we know exactly what's going on. And yeah. those people aren't humble. Right. No. They're not oh, humble. Yeah. They're not. And those people know exactly who they are and what they are while they're doing it. Yep. Yeah. So those narcissists put themselves up here. Yes. Oh, yeah. You have to, it is okay to be full of yourself as long as you admit it to yourself and it is benefiting yourself. If you're not benefiting from being a narcissist, you're just an asshole. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> You're right. Oh, you are I, uh, so, so right, brother. You're so the other right. Day that it said uh, it, the the pawn and the the knight, the the pawn and the queen the, go yep. in the same box at, at the, the end, end of, of the, the game. game. Yes, it's the truth. You're I don't right. Care if you feel yourself as low or high, you're going to be in the ground or whatever have yeah. you. Queen. At the end of the day, confidence only goes so far. Pop <laughs> up. There's a very <laughs> fine line in between confidence and being a fucking asshole. Yes. Look, you know, I'm all about people self-care. I mean, there's times where I'm selfish, and it takes yeah. a lot to maybe admit that. But you have to be. because but it's good. I, yeah, but I've gone through times where I was selfless, and I got fucked in the end. Yep. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, makes you more jaded. Yep. It makes you more cynical as a person. And that ain't cool, but it's life. And yeah. honestly, like, I understand when people have to think about themselves. I get it. But when you're nothing more than a selfish prick and yeah. never, ever, yeah. once, ever, have you ever helped anybody in any way, shape, or form, you're you, like you said, are an asshole. Yep. It consu- you don't need to let it consume you. No. Like I was telling him earlier, there's a, I, I've, I kind of believe in the concept of being like a narcissistic nihilist. Okay. So most not most narcissists feel like they have this complex, like they're better than other people. Right. And they put themselves in this pedestal. If you're a narcissistic nihilist, nihilism mostly means that you don't have any form of value in your own your life or your own 
sentences, anything that you say, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So if you put yourself on this pedestal of, yes, I care about myself other more than other people, but I also don't care about the consequence of my actions, it becomes dangerous. Yep. Yes. And when you, when you look inward and be more nihilistic about things, it's... Like, uh, I, I mean, nihilism, not in the fact of, like, oh, fuck this, fuck that. I mean, like, <laughs> the, the idea of, like, oh, I'm not going anywhere when I die. Yeah. I don't believe or subscribe. I don't have a subscription service to any form of philosophy. I want to learn. Yeah. I want to think. And I want to question those forms of reality. I am yeah. When I talk to other people, yes, like a sponge. Mm -hmm. Yes. But it's not good to just be a sponge right. and just accept everything right. that comes to you. That's, Narcissism, but I'm open to listen to yes. what you are and then yes. go, well, this is actually how I feel. And then we can go our separate ways. And it's most, important to do Most that. narcissists right. will be like, no, you're wrong. Right. But when you add nihilism right. into the mix, it adds this form of, all right, I might be wrong. That'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And it brings the, mm -hmm. it brings the narcissism down. So I feel like it is a healthy form of thinking. Yeah. But most people aren't like it, it's like you can't convince a psychopath that they're a psychopath. No. Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> there are some psychopaths that do admit that they're they have psychopathy. It's all about the mindset. It's how you perceive things. What is the definition of a psychopath? Is the definition of a psychopath? What's the definition of psychopath? Come on, smart boy. <laughs> I know you know this one. <laughs> I know the definition of insanity. You will not get your Regents diploma. If you get <laughs> to me, the definition of a psychopath is the lack of empathy. The lack of... There's entropy and atrophy. Mm -hmm. So the, the definition for me would be more around the idea that there's just no contemplation about who is around you. You don't care about the <laughs> repercussions of your own actions. Okay. So a psychopath wouldn't be like a murderer or a killer or things like that. I, I take that off the table with psychopathy. Okay. So what I think what a psychopath would be would be somebody that is willing to is unwilling to accept the ideas of another person once they have it in their head, which forms through narcissism. Okay. So in just example you ever watched Dexter? Yeah. Okay, so what would you generalize him as? He's obviously not a psychopath in your mm. head because he's a murderer. What would he be in those... You mean like a killer killing killers thinking that he's... Doing good. More so doing a good for the greater humanity. Yeah, yeah, but even then, like, you think about it. He never really said that. Right. He just, he never just was it. killing. Yes. Psychopaths never admit that they're psychopaths. So the tapes of Ted Bundy. Yeah. The tapes of... John Wayne Gacy, they never admitted the fact that they thought that there was something wrong with them. This is for you uh, serial killer enthusiasts out there, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for watching. No, I'm really, really big into serial killers. It's, it's just, I mean. We're watching you ladies that watch all the murder documentaries. <laughs> Hi, Dana. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about that then, because I'm actually interested in the um, psychological. I'm, I'm interested in a lot of things in life, okay? Be honest with you. I'm You're a human. Oh God, Jerry! Did you understand? Yeah. Did you even think no. about this before you got on the show? Oh, M bomb's a human. M bomb's a fucking oh, human. No, Why? no, I'm a hold human. On. Hold on, one hold sec. My wallet. Hold on. Yes, I am human. I am human. Listen to me. Ooh, I'm not man. like fucking uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who's not a fucking human, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a lizard. lizard. 
Definitely but, uh, a lizard. Fucking son of a fuck. <laughs> so let's go back to the serial killer stance, right? There's what a lot of serial killer podcasts out there. Again, they're they're a niche. That's fine. You can do that. You and can, some of them are really good. That's right. You're right. That's exactly it. And they do some great at it. They excel. Fine. Yeah. Um, but what's this? What's the um, what's the psychology behind somebody who's obsessed? Not, I wouldn't say obsessed, but maybe interested. I guess you could say obsessed. What's the psychology on that? Infatuated with the difference of between life and death and the right and wrong. Like serial killers in general? Do you think there's a... I feel like people commit certain actions based off of how they feel as a person. You, like to me, like a lot of people say like, oh yeah, like for, for an example, you walk into the hood and somebody's like, oh, you're not a gangster. I'm about and to rock. Like, oh yeah, no, I am. You can't tell. You could look at me right now and be like, "Oh, you're not a killer," but I could be. Right. You never know. You don't know what's going on in somebody's head. Nobody knows what's happening behind closed doors. We're all doors. capable exactly. of that. So, snap like, no, no, that's that's what I want to segue into. Mm-hmm. It's like you. I personally believe like it's not that you're born with it or you're not born with it. Yeah, lady. Gaga. It is a. Pr- it, it is a. <laughs> <laughs> he whispers, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, I heard that. I was like, yes. It's not only a product of your environment, but you either have it in you or you don't. Right. You're not going to wake up one day and be like, oh, this person that really deeply offended me, oh, yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they're, you they're, don't they're think gone. about that. You're not going to wake that up one day and go, happen. I'm going to kill Joe over there across the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So when it comes you to serial it, killers, Krabs. it's more of like a control. <laughs> it's like a segue of power. Yes. If that makes sense. No, it, it does. Like with Jeff, with um, not, not Jeffrey Dahmer. Who was that other dude? One dude. Charles? The Zodiac dude? Face. Mr. Manson? No. Mr. Manson. It was the... The Zodiac killer? The guy that took a drill and lobotomized. Oh. 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 I don't know this one. I, I don't either. Oh. Yeah, Jeffrey, so now, oh. That was Dahmer? Jeffrey Dahmer. He, he lobotom- it was Jeffrey Dahmer. Wait, he, he lo- did the lobotomy? Yes, I do remember this. He yes. 14-year-old boy in his apartment. Holy shit. So that was after his seventh... I guess I didn't seventh do that. Uh, oh shit! Murder. I should have known yeah. that one. My reaches diploma wow. isn't coming to me. I guess <laughs> you I don't, don't get the diploma. Anymore. I didn't. Yeah, they take he it away would, from me. Yeah, no, he would <laughs> get out of college. He boiled <laughs> genitalia and oh. ate them for dinner. What a oh! fucking! I know he was a cannibal. I know that. Yes. I didn't do that much right, research. So there was a buildup. Yes, there was a buildup to okay. cannibalism. He never thought in his head, "Oh, I'm going to eat people." That was that was something it he was. Up to it. It, it comes from depravity. Okay. If you were experienced or like administered to depravity for a long period of time, anybody could do that. Austin, so he's continuously. It's in doing every. All what this. I'm saying is, is that every human on this planet is capable of murder. Austin, you, you hear ever that, thought murderers? About, <laughs> Austin, you ever thought about eating people? Yeah. No. It, no. no. It, it happens. <laughs> Try killing somebody and then. Well, I mean, listen. <laughs> but if you're forced into the situation and it happens and you didn't want it to happen right. and you think I'll, about it consistently, yeah. it dwells in your okay, head. Okay, I, I will say this. I will say this. I'll Don't say this. Incriminate yourself. No. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> FBI's watching. No, but oh, oh, listening. <laughs> so, handlers. No. So when I used to. Okay. So like, I'll tell you this story. Uh, I used to work. So I used to work at the U of R. Um, I used to do like environmental services. I used to work in the med center. I used to do like all the 
cleaning and whatever okay. shit. Um, I used to work. I actually, they actually took me to the operating room and I had to clean up all that stuff. Mm. That was interesting. Um, <laughs> but I remember one time I literally, I went in for the interview and I was like, I'm just like walking through the doors. and I'm like, why does it smell like burnt ham? And, mm. and I, the reason why I said that was because it reminded me of like, my grandpa made like burnt ham and it was like, it tasted like bacon. It was so good. Mm. But then I like walk into the interview. I was like, it's like, man, did someone make like burnt hammers or something? It's like, oh no, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, you were smelling the burn of flesh. Uh, that's, that's Christmas that's, dinner. That's I'm like, oh, that's Thanksgiving. No, Jimmy, no. Yeah, the crematorium. Yeah, that's all I smelled. I was like, no. Jesus. Oh. So my girl lives above uh, a funeral home. Okay. Um, she's trying to become a funeral director, and right. she does all the embalming and all of that. So, like, oh, she very wait, much. Wait, when, <laughs> when we started to discuss the pizza that we were supposed to get, she was like, "Does he know all the various da 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 da?" And I'm like, "I don't know. We never really got into okay. it." Okay. I all was right. just trying to get my pizza. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a first. I I, uh, I kind of just uh, shortened the term on this one on the second episode of the the live embalm effect. Yes, my M-bomb alias did come from a point where my dad actually used that as a, a, a CB radio thing, and he did. He had a, gr- a group of friends called the Embalmers, you know, high school things. Hmm. Um, not only did he have a uh, interest in it, but I did it at one point too. As a, as a younger gentleman, hmm. I at one point in time wanted to get into mortuary things. Really, yes, I did. That's cool. Never really mentioned this to anybody here in this That's room. That's cool. Or... She's she's watching right now. You cool. know what? You know, I've always been wondering why you're called. You called yourself the M bomb. So now too, I'm honestly. actually getting a little bit more interested in this. So at one point in time, I thought about it. At one point, I was like, oh yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Owning owning a funeral home and kind of seeing this happen. I'm a morbid creature by habit. I guess I like to think about things that other people might not be right. comfortable right. thinking about things. Like I think about things such as. What happens to a body embalmed in three months' time to a year? Can I ask does, my girl? Does it look? <laughs> does it? Does it look the same? Obviously not. Right. Um, you know, it's just I'm I'm morbid by nature. I guess I think about things that other people may just again feel very uncomfortable mm-hmm. thinking about. So again, that goes hand in hand with my dark humor and everything else in between. So there's a lot to why my name is Embalm and why this show is called the Embalm Effect. Which, by the way. Was originally intended to be just me with special guests like you, but you guys wanted to jump on board. Yeah, yeah. The crew. Dude, you know what? I, I got to jump on board. Hey, I'm good with that. I actually <laughs> like the way it turned out. I do too. So, um, yeah. I think it adds a different element of it does. the podcast so that you have different opinions. You know, you have yours, but so yes. does everybody else, but you're also accepting of all of those opinions too. Yes. And I love that part about this show because it's just like you can talk about the same subject. And still have four different opinions from four different gentlemen or five or whatever you have. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so there's a lot to why my name is Embalm. And, of course, I had screen names called Embalmer 2009 in my <laughs> life. You know, the, the, the alias with the graduation year and all that stuff. 
I've done that. That's your aim name, right? Uh, was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> You're right. So. <laughs> At first, it was Undertaker12228 because I was a big wow. fan of Undertaker. Oh and that's kind of how that all <laughs> incepted, right? Let's just be honest mm-hmm. here. But, um, no, that there's a lot to the meaning of the name Embalm, and that was one of it. And I shortened it over the time because I was like, let's modernize this. Let's make it my own. Yeah. Because I'm never, I looked, and I was like, nobody's done this before. Let's make this name mine. And we made it ours. It's, it's our branding. This is what we do. As you can see, there's there's different types of characteristics on this table now. Mm-hmm. You have palm-reading hands. You've got this all-seeing eye displayed everywhere. you got the gavel, judge, executioner, all the above. You know, just there's, there's, different, there's different themes to here. Mm-hmm. Again, I go back to what I said earlier. I'm not religious by any means. I'm open to all that, Christianity, whatever it is, Judaism, uh, paganism, whatever the case may be. I'm open. I'm interested to hear what people have to say. Viking. Different uh, walks of life. Yeah. Viking mythology has been been very interesting to me, especially Mm -hmm. after watching the show. That was cool. (laughs) I got runes tattooed on both sides of my head. I saw that. I couldn't help but notice, but I did see two rune tattoos. I I love it. it. All right. I must have not picked that up then. Then again, you know, sometimes I just kind of get in the conversation and I don't really My pay thing too much is attention. But we could all be wrong. You know what? You're right. We could all be wrong. We, we could, could just be. be wrong. We could but be. But it doesn't matter. We won't know until we die because death is an enigma. Okay, so we have an answer here. A body could look the same. Uh, depends on cause of death. Yes. Okay. Like I said, she's watching. She's, she's and I'm very, uh, and I appreciate that. I yeah. really like see that's what I like it about doing. It depends on bloating. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And so, that's what I like about doing this live is that there are real, uh, real time answers to mm-hmm. my questions or yeah. your questions or whoever's you know talking here. That's I like that interaction. What's so cool about this relationship between me and, and Dana is that like I'm I'm the life guy. I absolutely love trying to help people get to past that point of depression or this that and the third i like to show people that there's more to life than what they're seeing dana likes to bring the life from the death and that's what she likes to do is is give it more humanized feelings towards it so like just being able to show that the person was still a person yeah even though they just passed they this is them still so that's why it works opposites attract if you will yeah absolutely when I was younger and I was interested in all that still, um, I was interested in a lot of things. I wanted to be a cop at one point. I wanted to be that. I wanted, you know, there's a lot of things. I could see you as a cop. <laughs> it could have at Officer one point. Officer M-Bomb. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And they watch this and go, that guy's fucking crazy. Hey, hey, at least I'll be able to see you, like, in, <laughs> at my building. But no, like, um, I'm a little too old for that anyways, I think. Anyways, they, uh, so there was a funeral we went to, a wake, if you will. Yeah. You know how it is. They have him laid out in the casket. I'm not going to name drop this funeral home, right. but the guy who was in charge of this funeral home brought me and the family down to see how things worked in the ba- in the, in the basement where they did the, the embalming mm-hmm. and all that. And there was a guy in a casket. And they were already done with him. They did all that. Crazy, though. Because as a kid, like, as a teenager, you look at that and you go, wow, that's you, you expect this person to jump out of the casket and be like, oh, alive. <laughs> no. But when they're still. Pop they're, goes the weasel. No, they're they're literally. Yeah. you you. But So it's it, it really kind of, it's like a mind F. You look at that and you go, okay, that guy must be just acting, right? Sometimes yeah. you're in those scenarios. And mm-hmm. at this point, I was kind of, I was sick to the point where I was like, you know how you like get lightheaded and it feels like a dream? 
it was kind of that moment because that's that's what was happening anyways, but like it felt surreal. I was like looking at this, I'm like, this is behind the scenes of something that normal people don't right. get to see. Yeah. That was cool. Was that the first time you saw a dead body? No. 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 But it was the first time going behind the scenes in a funeral home, seeing right. all the tools, yeah. the table, and real life things happening in front of me. Like mm-hmm. there was a body in a casket in a suit ready to be shown at one mm-hmm. point in time. And I was just like, wow, this is crazy. So, you know, <laughs> again, morbid thoughts because I'm just curious about things. You know, you think, oh, should I go over there and touch the guy and see if he's going to wake up? Like, <laughs> yeah. but as a kid, that's what, you, you know, you think of that stuff. But looking back at it now, it's a cool experience to be able to say that, you know, see that and be able to tell people that. Like, So what was wild about um, part of my life is that when I lost my mom, um, I, I pretty much watched the circle of life happen right before my eyes. Same thing with my uncle. When I found him past, he was already cold to the touch. He was already at that point of rick mortis. But the day before that, I saw that he was alive. I saw so it was like it's weird, right? It's completely changed. Yeah. yeah. So when I called up the the ambulance, I was like, so this is happening right now. What you know, can you send somebody? Oh, sir, you have you have um, a chance to save him. Just bring him down to the floor and give him CPR. I was like, ma'am, he's literally cold to the touch. He's like rigor mortis. There is no saving him. I re- realize what you're doing, and I appreciate it, but you need to bring somebody like ASAP right now. Right. <clears throat> you know, there's a, there's a song... By Fear Factory. Do you know Fear Factory? Yeah. Oh, I remember Fear Factory. Dino. No, Fear Factory. Yeah. Oh, yes, Fear Dino. Factory. Right. Yeah. Burton. So there's a song uh, called Final Exit. Yes, mm-hmm. that song is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that album. 2009 album. Yes. That oh, song. Oh, Fear Factory. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's an yes, emotional song. That is. It, yeah. No, yeah. I've. Mm, yeah. That's a good song. It's an emotional song when you listen to it and you hear the lyrics and you feel the music just run through you. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's like basically as you see someone go from life to death, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, just, think just I need the, to listen to that song. You got to listen to I, it. I love it's the same dude from Divine Heresy. Do you no, know no, no, I know. I just never heard yeah. that song before. You got to listen to it. Because Last song on the album from 2009. Yes. Like yeah, it's really good. I just, you know, I've heard it multiple times throughout the last decade or more. And every time I listen to it. You know, you get in your feels because it, it, it's relatable. Yeah. yeah. You know, you might yeah. know somebody that you've seen cross from life to death. Like you just said, you saw them living one day and then the next I mean, they it's weren't. Just a change. But it's also something that you can relate to because that's going to be us one day. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says, one day or another, no, we, we all die. cross that threshold from life to death. It's going to happen regardless right. of how. I don't care what anyone says. You can eat the healthiest you want. You can exercise as much as you want. But at the end of the day, we're not going to be here forever. Yeah. And that will be us. There was I, a. I, uh, go on. Yeah. I feel like I'm, not a lot of us are more accustomed to the idea of desensitizing ourselves yep. from death. You're correct. The, the more that we desensitize ourselves from atrocities and things that happen around this planet, whether it be natural causes or not, the more we expose ourselves to it, the more we are able to accept and move on with our own lives. You're right. And um, I know <laughs> this is not the most popular thing to think of. Or even to, I wouldn't suggest it or recommend it. It's up to you. But again, morbid curiosities. Um, I watch things on nothingtoxic.com and the YNC. Don't go to those sites, please, if you really have a weak stomach. 
don't do that. <laughs> Hashtag best best score dot com. Just <laughs> <laughs> but like, are you talking about two guys in a ham? I've never seen him. See those those are to me those are kind of humorous because like, come on, why would you do that? You know. But like this stuff off. here is is crazy. Like I'll I'll give you an example. Uh, two guys or three guys, one hammer. You've heard of this, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen everything and more. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking <laughs> I about. I was forced into watching it because my friends were like, "You gotta watch this, man." I'm like, "Okay, I guess I." Oh, why am I watching this? That was the one video I couldn't finish. I just was like, "I'm done." The mm-hmm. gurgling, the yeah. gurgling was it. I couldn't. I, I was like, oh, "That's enough." But some but of the fake shit is worse than the real shit. Sometimes, like yeah, I told you, I was gonna say you've showed me some of that. I had too. A, I had a video deal with a company in Philadelphia called Toe Tag Films. Name drop. And talk slut? <laughs> yeah, talk slut. Talk We're slut. all talk sluts right now. They're, yeah, she's a talk slut. They don't exist anymore. Okay. But they made a film series called August Underground. Okay. Yeah, I never heard of that one. N- nobody that's listening to this should look it up. <laughs> don't look at anything don't we're mentioning right do now. It. Don't do it. Please. Don't, don't do, do it. it. It's, not, all, not good. it's all fake. It's all fake. Nikki says, August Underground. <laughs> don't do it. Don't look at that. <laughs> we're going to talk about you it. You gave look. us guidelines. We're going by the guidelines. Hey, yeah, listen. We're going by the guidelines. <laughs> there yeah. is no waiver to sign, but uh, we're not responsible for your uh, mental trauma. That's right. This. Remember, glass <laughs> oh, emotions exist in this world today. Make sure yeah. to play Doom. <laughs> Those who live in glass houses should not cast stones. Jerry, do you know who played Doom and caused havoc? Uh, yeah, the, the guys that... um. You know, did those things on 420. <laughs> oh, yeah. 99? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. guys. Those clowns. Col- Columbine. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that's the name of a flower, by the way? Columbine is? Columbine is the name of a flower. Yes, it is. Uh, wow. Funny story. I wouldn't say funny, but just true story. Um, even Omen, exi- uh, we both thought that that word was the meaning for school shooter <clears throat> at the time. Really? Oh, okay. yeah, back I in the day. I didn't think that, but it's yeah. interesting. Well, you know, just that's just kind of how it is because I mean, when, you're, when your principal was. tells you that uh, you're doing things like playing football with a doll or whatever after school activities, he says that those type of things make you believe he's going to pull a col- or that yeah. you're going to pull a Columbine. I used to wear a messenger bag, yeah. and they were like, excuse me, but what's in your bag? We don't want to have another Columbine situation. I'm like, it's literally all my papers and books. Yeah, you say pencils and books and shit. <laughs> Jesus. <Right. laughs> like, yeah, Jesus is in my bag. Yes, yeah, the Bible. <laughs> Look, it's Jesus. <laughs> no, but like, um, you know, again, that's a whole other topic that we've talked about before where it becomes, oh, video games cause shootings and all that mm-hmm. stuff it's there's just multiple no. things that people you know it comes back to what i said it's either in you or it's not right exactly so that You're, means if you watch people like this right now like say this was a leg right a human leg and i eat this gummy that's a leg that makes me a cannibal right because now i'm going to be like oh i wonder what a real like leg tastes like mm-hmm. this is no. what human leg tastes like i want to have more of it again have you seen it's always sunny in philadelphia i've no not the whole thing. So there's an episode about just that. That yeah, Frank has is. a fridge uh, full yeah, of different meats. Fucking raccoon meat. And he told, <laughs> he told them that what they ate was human meat. Are you and serious? They, it was they literally craving human meat, stop. but really it was yeah. just like Walking raccoons that he's ran over. Do you, think that's, <laughs> do you think that would happen in real life? Like if you told somebody that it's certain kind like of meat? a placebo meat? effect? Yes. Actually, yes. I have, I have a theory about this. I love your theory. Do we have time for the theory? We got uh, we got enough time for a theory. Are you sure? Super, okay. Super quick. <laughs> All right. All so, right. Let's go. So here's the thing. If you birth a human into a room, all white, 
nothing else. No over, no outside stimulation. Just white room. Yes. And every week or so, when that human becomes four or five years old, you only feed it food through a door. And you start coming in and saying, listen, this is what it is. And you start bringing two objects into the room. If you put a set of keys in a book in front of this person that has never had any outside interactions and you say the keys are books and the books are keys, what will that human associate books and keys with? It will automatically assume that the keys are books and the books are keys because it has no outside influence. All right. Wow. That makes sense, though. So it's, it's, the, same, it's the same thing with Stockholm Syndrome. It's the yes. same thing with any form of compressed ideology onto a certain group or even a person. Okay. That's how people get pushed into cults, yes. pushed into certain religions, things like that. You can absolutely convince somebody that something is something that it absolutely is not, but they don't need, they, they can't have any outside influence of it. Like if, if, if you convince somebody that books are keys and keys are books and say six years down the road, somebody calls them on the phone, say they have a phone and say, Hey, the keys are keys and the books are books. They're going to fight you tooth and nail about it. Yeah. So it, 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 it's about conditioning. You're right. That is about conditioning. And it's just like what we saw in the last two years. Yeah. It, it falls back into, it could be translated to anything from the music scene to us just sitting right here. Yeah. You can take our thoughts. You can take our ideas and run with them. Or you could have it. You could see it as a garden. Yes. We could plant seeds, seeds, and those seeds can grow into new ideas. You could plant seeds into somebody's head and make them think a certain way. But unless you have the ability to reap what you sow, yeah, those ideas right. will take over your mind entirely. Absolutely, that all makes sense, man. Again, it comes down to what you perceive the world as. Exactly, it's all perception. Yeah, exactly. You just have to be, you know, open. Not even open, open just just you have to convince yourself that you're mentally capable enough to question things that you don't think are real. Well, it's the same thing with like when when um you watch a, a horror movie, there's some yeah. people that can't take it because they're like, "Oh my god, it's oh, it looks real." Yeah. yeah. But like but it's not. No. So just I indulge myself in that depression. Same, 100%. I like, I like it because it, it it opens my mind to the ideas of like, yeah, I'm going to be the one to survive that horror right. film. Right. Jason's not going to fucking hit me with a machete. <laughs> I'm just saying. It goes hey. back to um, paranormal investigations. Yes. So, I don't know. There's people out there that might not want to do it. I'm interested in this. Sitting in a room in a haunted place yeah. with, with tools. Like and a being spirit able, box. Yeah. Spirit box, audio recorder, video camera. Yeah. I am interested because now you are alone. You're not influenced by anybody around you because there's right. nobody there you know somebody might go oh, i see something and you, you get Fear scared is contagious right but this is you alone mm -hmm. with scientific tools yeah with whatever's happening in the ambience that's exactly the video that i saw um with the the boys react or whatever um it's a youtube channel and uh with like your narrator and all that when i when i was talking about the asylum video they did have a spirit box. They used like actual mm -hmm. things, like even like a motion detector. I've or, seen like, their channel. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fucking amazing. I love it. And um, when they did the asylum episode, like yeah, it's 
it freaks you out. Like, like they're literally using like a spirit box and they're literally talking to a spirit. I love the SB7. You know, it's it's one of the originals of its kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's the portal, which I've seen in you know in action. No, this this portal, you know, SB7 uses radio frequency and it sweeps through so fast that you you're not supposed to hear anything intelligible come out. You're just supposed to hear right. in whatever sound comes out. It's like a blip of the whatever white noise, right? And you saw we, everybody's seen it on Ghost Adventures, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's all fake and all." But Zach Bagans is the fucking goat. Yeah, no matter what anybody says, dude, Ghost Adventures is my favorite show. That's I like this show because he, all he's demons. doing is talking shit. Yeah. He's just like, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't fucking them. exist. I'm just sitting in the bathroom and nothing's <laughs> happening. Like, Go twist my nipples and see what happens. <laughs> so, like, when I watch that and I hear people go, "Oh, it's all fake." Okay, go. I go. Okay, but have you been? In a haunted place with these right. tools yeah. and seeing them work without any type of media, without any type yeah. of influence from television or movies. Have you seen this happen in life? Because I have. Yeah. I've experienced it. I've just explained some of the things I've experienced earlier in the show. Me too. So here's a weird instance that same night about, about the, the, the dowsing rods mm-hmm. and my grandfather and all that, asking questions. The same night, the paranormal team that we went with had one of these... Spirit portals. And so it's weird. A lot of the, the frequencies are coming from like internet radio stations and it's a weird thing. It's not, you're not hearing, you're not hearing any of that. Yeah. You're hearing talking and it's all in reverse. The, 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 the words, not always, but most of it are all in reverse. And so like, if you ask a question, you might even get an answer. There was one time in Palmyra, the town of Palmyra in New York, where we went into this place, it's it's the museum, and at that museum there were atrocities that happened there. There was a fire that happened that killed a mother and six kids. Oy. And the, the going rumor was that the husband was the cause of this. Mm. So <clears throat> the first time I went to this building, we were not allowed in the basement. Not at all. The second time about a few years ago, we were able to go in the basement and holy fuck, that ambient, like that whole room, you can start feeling things. Now, I don't know about you guys. Like, if you go in a room, you can kind of read the room. You can. Whether, you know, there's people there or not, but you can kind of understand what's what's either happening or happened mm-hmm. there. You can kind of he- feel, yes, you feel the energy. Yeah. So there was, like, remains of the original house that were there, like the, the fireplace and all that. So the spirit, this this portal, um, you can hear a, a man children which is way beyond be, uh, bizarre and again you hear like these rev- uh, it was all in reverb the reverse like the words are coming out in reverse but not always and i swear the one time you heard <clears throat> the, the the father tell him don't talk or i forget what it was don't say anything yeah this is what he said he said don't say anything he was t- basically hmm. telling the kids don't don't say anything you heard the kids you heard the man but you never heard a female voice now the rumor is the the wife's being shut out I don't know if that's true, you know, but I'm, I'm experiencing this in real time and I'm hearing this man, this male voice, very intimidating voice telling kids don't say anything. Tells me maybe there's something to it. Maybe the father did cause the fire. Yeah. Honestly, what that kind of sounds like to me is that the, the mom had more to do with it. Like maybe he was telling the kids to, to not say anything because mom's around and doing the, just a, a thought 
an end to that. But okay, that's you know something I, I mean? didn't think like, about. Maybe like that's what you're hearing is him being like, don't don't say anything. Mom's around or something's happening. But I can also see it the other way around too. Yeah. Well, again, it's historically proven. It's all other, about the tone of the voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. This this is a very intimidating, like dark, harsh voice that we were hearing. And I have it on my yeah. Facebook, my personal Facebook. It's some oh, really. This was years ago. I forget how long. I think it was like 2019, maybe 2018. It was around 2018, actually. So just wait for Facebook memories is what you're saying. <laughs> if I can find it, I'll repost it. But Let's um, pause for a second. Uh-oh. Yeah, I was what thinking about time? it, too. I know. I was what looking at it. need to be at work? 6.30. 6.30? All right. We yep. can wrap up. Yeah, we can wrap up. Sorry, guys. No problem. <laughs> I could do this oh, all yeah, day, could, but I need, literally I need my back. boy to be prosperous. Yeah, we yeah, could literally right. do this I feel that. I feel that. No problem, man. I get it. I get it. You know, everyone's schedule is different. So. Hey, I, uh, hey, man, I work for the county clerk's office, so I have to be there at like 830 sharp. So, Oof. yeah. All right. So if you're brand new to listening or if you're just a loyal listener, thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. And just spread the word of the M-Bomb effect so, you, so we can see more of this happen as, as time yes. goes on. And with that being said, um, we can uh, get the graphics up here for you. Go to our Facebook page, share, like, follow, and go to our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and hit the bell. So that way you get notified when we go live and all the new videos and all the highlights and all that. You can get as we do it. So that way you're updated on the M-Bomb effect. Always. Yes. Always. It was a very... uh, very pleasurable conversation with here, boys. I'm glad we I, I, I we went through this that. conversation, dude. We could definitely do this again yeah, sometime let's do very it soon. soon. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Always you two. You guys are always welcome here. I hope you know that. Yes, please. Jerry, it's your third that. time. Matt, please. it's your first, but don't make it your last. I'm not. Okay. Yes, please come back. We we need you guys for sure. <laughs> we enjoy your uh, you know your company. To be honest, this conversation I can't believe it's been three hours and eight Me minutes. Me either. But oh shit! I'm glad because <laughs> I think you might be the longest ones now so yeah. far to date. Ah. I'll be honest, with you, this might be the longest uh, show we've done. I don't know, but uh, that was the first and the longest. Woohoo! That's what she said. Don't forget to go to the Flower City Station tonight for Shism Show. Yes, Fun. I'm gonna be there. Go goon check it squad. out. Squad. Yes, the Goon Squad. You got prawn and all that. Gonna be there live, so go check Sorry, them out. I, had to, I, had to I will be there, so no, that's please okay. come check me or that, go check him the, out. Yes, and please. then see the band. Come say hi. <laughs> yes. Okay, I don't bite. Much. No, he doesn't. Dash man doesn't bite too much. Um, thank you for listening, and if you haven't already, please subscribe. And if you've already subscribed, subscribe. Thank you for subscribing. We will be back live next week here live on the M Bomb Effect. This is the M Bomb Effect. Bye. Bye.
The M-Bomb Effect.